Hi everyone, welcome to Reaction Shots for August. We're talking indies, we're talking Green Knight, we're talking Pig, and we have a special guest. I'm Isla, that's Huber. But our special guest... Hi, I'm Alicia Grouso. Uh, I am the Features Editor for Screen Rant, and I also am the Editorial Lead for Adam Tickets. So. Nice. Thank you for joining us. Screen Rant, a lot of good Walking Dead articles on Screen Rant. That's yes. my main... Avenue that's your main. Screen that's rant. your like fandom. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> like when I'm on, when I find myself on Screen Rant, it's usually about Walking Dead. Is this a bad time to? Admit I've literally never once watched a Walking Dead episode, but there was a t- period of time that I could have told you every single thing that happened in the show <laughs> because I edited so many Walking Dead articles yeah, between nice. this outlet and my last outlet. Yeah, nice. I watched. It's always so good. One and two, and then. Hard quit. That was the one where they were on the yeah. farm, right? Like, I just remember Season everybody being farm. like, they were at Herschel's farm for 72 so years. Three years and then they just, and then that's when, like, half the fan base dropped off. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that I told bad. you I knew everything. Yeah. I still yeah. know everything after the show. It's a big beat. I just, yeah. Never seen it. Um, but before we get into the theme, we do a little thing where we just say, what have you liked lately? Or what have you seen? I guess we should call it, what have you seen lately? Because sometimes we talk about shit we hated, too. Hmm. Huber, I usually make Huber go first. You've seen it. You've seen a lot lately. Yeah, the best thing I've watched, the best thing I think I've seen this year. Honestly, it's close to my heart. They did a special episode, but it's a movie, so it's like a special event. Kingdom, the oh. Korean zombie show, yes. is so incredible. I cannot hype it up enough. There's only twelve episodes. You have no excuse to not watch it. Everyone out there, it's an easy, <laughs> easy recommendation. Very short. But it's been a while since it's been on, and season three is still not really, who knows what the deal is. It hasn't been officially renewed or canceled, so we're still waiting. But in the meantime, we got a spinoff, not a spinoff, but like this other story. I don't want to tell you exactly what that story is, but basically it's about this character that we had briefly seen in the... It's a guy, Dan. In the, yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> so, yeah, sure. So it's basically about this character, Ashen, and... It's the best. I can't really talk about it without with, without spoiling it, you know, but it's just a great window into the series from a place we hadn't seen before. Really good action, really high stakes, and just an incredible character. I love her. She's awesome. Have you seen Alice mm-hmm. in Borderland? No. You told me about it, though. Did you see I that? have not, but it's like on my, it's like next on my list. I have so many things because that's, see, that's the, that's the like true irony of being a like film critic and, and entertainment editor is yeah. that everybody's like, oh, you must watch everything. I'm like, yeah. no. There's too much. I don't no time for because I have to literally, like, I can't devote my time to sitting down and watching, like, seasons of something because I have to cover everything. So I'll yeah. watch a couple episodes here, yeah. a couple episodes there. Oh, that's only six episodes? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I can yeah. knock that out in a night. Like, I yeah. can watch that one. How many seasons? Oh, three seasons in? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's yeah. too much a commitment right totally. now. Same so. with games and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, around here we mostly cover games. This yeah. is just our... Yeah. spin-off thing. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a big I kind of go back and forth with video games. Like I'm like hot and cold and my problem is that I really love the immersive games. Like I love like the Dragon Age series is like oh, my yeah. like favorite of all time. So I like the huge like 100 hours. World. Yeah. <laughs> and my brain is like you have shit to do. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't sit and take your entire day <laughs> yeah. off playing video games and then like I get that too. 20 year old yeah. the part of me that's still 20 year old years Screw old is it. like why not? I'm like because you're an adult with bills to pay and your cats are need to be fed. And I'm like fine. So yeah. With the doc brown like self-feeding thing. Mm-hmm. Never works. I should just yeah. train them to feed themselves. Yeah. 
My friend John trained his cat to use the toilet. Yes. So I all, I was going to do that because I adopted two kittens uh, during like lockdown the first few months. It, oh, you can okay. do it. Yeah. And, and I don't know if they flush, but they, they flush? use Because the they toilet. flush in a movie, right? Meet the parents or something? My, I hate that. I have <laughs> a friend of a friend who taught her cat how to flush. <laughs> Wow. No joke, but, she, wow. but you can treat the, you can train them with treats. I suppose, yeah. So, Positive um, reinforcement works better than negative reinforcement. Yes, and I was going to do that until my vet pointed out, like you can't, like see if like they're ill or like anything is going oh. on. There's changes. Like, oh, that's a good. I was like, that's a good yeah. call. Like, so I didn't, but. Got to look. And at then that also, poop. I realized I'm like, would you really have the patience to train? And I was like, no. Like, like I was like, I was like, oh, that sounds awesome! I'll totally do that. And then the logical voice was like, "Be honest, you have ADHD. You get bored of things in like 15 minutes. Would you really have the patience to train them for yeah. two months?" And I was like, "I don't know no. how you, I don't know how you train any anybody." Anyway, yeah. we are way off topic. Yeah. What else have anyway. you seen lately, Huber? Uh, Suicide Squad and Green Knight. I'm sure we're going to talk about. Well, yeah. Later. Well, we can talk about the Suicide Squad. That was on mine too. Mm-hmm. Saw it twice. Saw it in home and in the IMAX. The nice. Suicide Squad. Yes. I rather enjoyed it. I loved it. The bar was incredibly low. Of course. I I really liked it. I really liked it. I really love James Gunn. But I will say I don't quite understand the people that are like, it's the best superhero movie ever. Like comic best movie DC ever. I'm like, I'm like, Among like the is best... it though? I'm like, that's not even James Gunn's mm-hmm. best like, right. comic no, book right. movie. Yeah. So Definitely like, the mm-hmm. best DC movie since The Dark Knight. I guess. Yeah, I'm just talking about the DCEU. DCEU. I really think yeah, it's, it's the best. It's I probably like the best DCEU. I, yeah, I like Man of Steel. I like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I liked Aquaman. Like, I never saw Aquaman. Aquaman I love is Aquaman. the only one I never I saw. I loved it. Get drunk or high out if we watch Aquaman. Out of control. Because you watch... <laughs> 10 out of 10 unhinged like, movie. I watched it and I was like... It seemed nuts. The entire loved time it. I watched it, I was like, this is not a good movie, but I'm enjoying the yeah. shit out of is myself Michael right Shannon now. in it? And no, everything. it's Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah. like, maybe Michael it's the Shane. kind of movie no, where you see, oh yeah, right, like an octopus playing the bongo drums, and you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. like sure, sure, it was like dope. why not? That happens in the Little Mermaid ride at Disneyland, also. Yeah, but that was an Aquaman. Like every everything is in this yeah. movie, and you're just like, wow, James Wan somehow stuffed like Lovecraftian yeah. Cthulhu mythology with like octopuses yeah. playing bongo drums. They were they okay. were gonna do that spinoff, <laughs> but yeah, they the trench. scrapped it. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. You'd really like it, Isla. It's, yeah? Yeah. It's fun. All right. I'll have to watch It's it. definitely entertaining. Like, I'm you're sure never... It's, it's not Max. a boring movie. Yeah. Like, that's what I hate is, like, Long I don't shit. like when a movie uh, is, like, bad or just, like, kind of lazy, but also boring. Yeah. Like, like I don't need you to be a good movie. Just yeah. entertain me. Right. Like, and right. it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. Like, this, The Suicide Squad, I thought, was entertaining enough. And I actually cared about the characters, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I don't think has happened in yeah. any DC movie. I'm still mad about one of the deaths. Like, yeah. ooh. Joel Kinnaman is one of my all-time favorite actors since Snabakash, this uh, Swedish one. And The Killing, obviously, is one of my favorite Joel of all Kinnaman? time. Love him. Love him to death. <laughs> Sorry, Sophie. Yeah. yeah. So I just I interviewed him a couple yeah. months back for a small indie movie that my friend actually wrote Sick. called The Secrets We Keep. Oh, nice. And yeah. he interviewed... <laughs> He sh- this is when we were still doing like interviews like on camera yeah. which we kind of still are we're doing virtual junkets and he was wearing a giant like bucket like fisherman's cap <laughs> and drinking from the biggest glass like of red wine I've ever seen like it wasn't even like a normal it was like this so jolly thing. and he was just like dr- I was just like wow this is the life I want to live like, the dream. I love I was like this is the energy the I need in my I like life him, yeah. yeah love him 
Uh, and Idris Elba is like one of my, that, oh, like yeah. Idris Elba, Elba so in good, that movie dude. is is like top three superhero performances now. Like obsessed, he's fantastic. I love. He's him. just good in yeah. everything. Yeah, he's like, just, so, like, just so good. That's the reason I I do say it's one of the best ever is because those two guys in that. Mm-hmm. I just I loved and mm-hmm. John Cena was hilarious and John David Dasmalchian he was amazing I love him yeah. which one is he? Polka Dot Man oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I never knew but his name line, but I always love that guy David Dasmalchian the line where he's like he's like we're all gonna die he's like god I hope so I'm just like <laughs> he's my favorite that's yeah. it I saw that in the trailer rat and I was catcher. like that's it oh Rat yeah. Catcher dude it was incredible such a hoodie I loved it such vibes yeah. King Shark dude the whole King time Shark. I was like I swear to god if you hurt if King you, Shark if you hurt this cupcake yeah I love King Shark James Gunn we know Rooker's dying he always dies in your movies but we'll come for you yeah. with king shark yeah the yeah, king shark kill i'm not gonna say which one but in the imax oh yeah i know the one i stood mean. up i was sitting in the very back so i was like i was like i was like humor you've become a monster like leo movie. meme yeah. yeah when it happened yep i mean it looks like yeah. if yeah. i'm thinking of the right one it looks yeah. like a still out of a comic yeah, yeah. it's so good yeah, yeah. The lightning behind him. Uh, and then lastly was uh, Demon Slayer. Not going to spoil that. Anime. Oh, the, uh, anime I'm on the, the the show. I'm on the mm. final episode. I'm going to watch that tonight. Finish ah. that off. And it's uh, immediately one of my favorite animes of all time. I adore it. Have you seen the Golden Arc? Golden Age Arc of Berserk? Of course. <laughs> I, I would put Demon Slayer in that top echelon. Really? I don't see enough anime to really... Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know, I see all the. It's like for me, it's just you're either the a a great, or you're just another anime. Mm. So I think this Mm -hmm. is one of the greats. I truly do. Yeah. Yeah. So good. There's a lot of derivative anime. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very very selective with what I commit to. This was only 26 episodes and a movie. Which I heard the movie is like the best. Only twenty six episodes. Yeah. It's only the equivalent of too many two skip, mid, like scenes in one movie. Yeah, yeah, you skip the intros and the credits. We're talking nineteen minutes That's of true. pop. That's it's true. So the fast. They're all short. Yeah. So fast. Same as Cowboy Bebop. Twenty six in a movie. Mm-hmm. But what I've done with this because I'm enjoying it so much mm-hmm. is one episode at a time. My God, the discipline. one. It's so. It, I do it right before I go to sleep. I watch one episode of Demon Slayer. It's amazing. That's a good way of doing it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know if I'd be that disciplined. Because yeah. I like feel the episode more. I'm, I'm just all about. I do the stuff like yeah. that when I eat. Yeah, like I'll watch a, an episode of a 30 minute mm-hmm. while I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you find yourself living in that space for longer. It's like if you binge anime, it's like okay, they're there, they do it, they're they're leaving, they're doing this. But if I watch like one at a time, it's like okay, I can like absorb this place mm-hmm. and absorb this moment. I'm like so. that with TV shows and books where if I'm really enjoying something, I have a really hard time like when I know I'm at the last episode or yeah. like the final few oh, chapters, yeah. like yes. I'll, I'll walk away and, and will not yeah. finish yeah. it yeah. for ages because I'm like, but then it'll be over. And then I'm like, just yeah. finish it. Like, so I actually, it's taken me a long time to go back and like watch certain things or I'll get screeners for something and nice. I'll watch like the first few episodes. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's, I can't it's watch It's kind the of rest. a curse when you like something, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like that with Dark, the German nice. time travel yeah. show. Like when I finally finished it, I felt like I was missing my friends. You That's know? the worst like, feeling. Like, oh. And then you're trying to just find something to replace it. Yeah. And nothing sounds good. Chasing yeah. that dragon. Uh, Alicia, what have you seen or liked <laughs> Back lately? On um, you know, I really, I was genuinely... Like, I feel like this past year, because, again, I screen a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to – I mean, that's my job. And and especially with TV, I feel like so many things this year 
I've watched and I've just been like, this has no idea what it wants to be or like this would be mm-hmm. so much better, but I, the writing's just messy or like it's just not coming together. And I think COVID screwed up a lot of that yeah. too because yeah. you could see the scenes in certain shows. Like yeah. as much as I really enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier, you yeah. could see the COVID scenes. Yeah. Totally. Like, you could see where like, oh, episode five was totally. 110% supposed yeah. to come after episode one like yeah. because oh, yeah. th- those storylines are different and you can tell this was all rewritten. The editing even um, even inside episodes yeah. is like bonkers. Exactly. That is, I didn't like so, that show. So uh, <laughs> I, I had, I appreciated its parts, but as a whole, I think it didn't come yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So when sure. I walk into something that I'm just not really, like, expecting much out of it, and I'm pleasantly surprised, it's been all the more, like, wonderful. Mm. And I felt like that about Free Guy. Oh, um, nice. I, so everyone's saying the, now. The, yeah, people the are The trailers, the marketing yeah. is not doing it justice because the marketing, it's using the same uh, footage over and over and over again, right. which I get it. I, I understand why. Um, but... It is – it's a lot funnier because it's, like, using almost the dumbest jokes from the movie, but it's it's a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. A lot of the jokes, like, the same lines are in the movie, but it's a slightly different delivery in the mm. actual theatrical cut. Mm. And it's a little bit more edgy than I thought. Like, they drop the F-bomb. There are a couple jokes that are, like, the kind of jokes, like, adults will get. And kids will be like, what does he mean? And adults oh, like, wow. don't worry about it, you know. Ryan Reynolds. Um, Ryan exactly. Reynolds. And it's surprisingly heartfelt. Is it PG-13? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's surprisingly heartfelt. Like, I really, because a lot of people are like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds doing his shtick again. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I, like, I'm telling you, he's not like snarky, funny. Mm -hmm. Like, he is genuinely sincere and like, it's just like wide-eyed, like, cheerful guy. And you root for every single one of these characters by the end of the movie. And I, honest to God, it's probably one of my top three favorite movies I've seen this year. Wow. Like Sick. it's just so much. I might have to get over myself yeah. and watch it. I I had a bone to pick with this movie because we had a show called Seedlings, mm-hmm. which we pitched around. Like we pitched to Disney, Netflix, everybody. And it was around the time when they must've been writing this. Yeah. And like literal lines from the trailer are in our show yeah and so i mean i'm sure it was just you know parallel thinking total coincidence i'm sure but like when i first saw the trailer and the first line of the trailer is like almost identical to the first line of our show i was just like yeah because it's about like people coming aware of being inside a video game you know and i was just like what the fuck it it (laughs) can be tough like i've had friends that has happened to where they've been like so like like they've announced some tv shows in development like well Oh, good. We were just about to pitch this to our manager oh. tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but it's... Happened with Firefly, yeah. too. I was writing a, a, a sci-fi Western with Chinese influence, and mm-hmm. then Firefly happened, and I was like, well, fuck that, then. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Well, uh, but yeah, it's really good, and it's really... It's a lot smarter. I think that's part of it, is the the marketing is making it look... It's kind of dumbing it down. Mm, it's totally. a lot smarter Trailers. than I thought it was going to be, because okay. it integrates the real world in a really smart way. Like, you can tell... Because you can tell the movies that are about like being inside a video game or whatever, when yeah. the people writing it and directing it don't really understand video games. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of becomes a gamer cliche, mm-hmm. but they actually like, you know that they not only know video games, but also like the development process. And they actually know like what gamers people care yeah. about. And, and, um, and it has two different cameos that I am shocked. They kept under wraps. I know about one. Of I, them know one of them, I, yeah. one, I know one of them. I think. Well, one is, 
so one is almost like a really small minor role. Like mm-hmm. he's in two extended scenes and and uh I know I know both hilarious. Of them, like the second one is hilarious, <laughs> I know like both. the second scene. And then the next one is it's just like a brief, like yeah. literally like a split second cameo. Oh funny. But it got my whole audience or like my whole theater laughing. Um so I really enjoyed that. What is that word? I don't theater? What is the- theater? That's actually uh, yeah, this movie like depresses the shit out of me because it's the first time I've thought like really actively for a summer blockbuster. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna wait till home. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when I thought it, I was like, Oh my god, I'm I'm being changed by the system and by the Netflix digital home viewing streaming. Like I've, yeah. I've, I'm just I'm in it now. It's it's engulfed me. Mm-hmm. Like you Dune. Know? Dune, Dune is going IMAX. To the oh, I'm going That's to why the I did Suicide Squad. Because oh. Suicide Squad was filmed in IMAX the entire yeah. oh, movie. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I would say other things I really like. Loki. Like, I love oh, yeah. Loki. Um, I thought it kind of fumbled the ending slightly, but I A little bit. I, I didn't love the finale, but I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, some other things I've really liked. This one's kind of older. I mean, it came out like last year but or maybe this year i don't remember time, time has is, no meaning yeah. time is, uh time shadow is and bone circle netflix oh, shadow yeah. and bone series i haven't I, seen it i love those books like those are some my of my favorite those books, books. Mm. and i she was pissed though because they like combined the, the... oh see i love that i, I oh, think she they... was so pissed about oh, that i think they would have had to yeah. because she's like oh they did just this so they could have like cool action stuff and all this other stuff well, that that's was quite like... frank i mean quite yeah. frankly though like yeah. lee bardugo has gone back and said if i had to do like this would so it's Shadow and Bone is the series, and there's the Grisha trilogy, which the first book is Shadow and Bone, and then there's this duology that's in the same world mm-hmm. that starts with, um, but it's like unrelated characters. Yeah, they, and they are. Uh, and so oh. they basically took the first book story and the characters from those two books and put them yeah. together, Oh, which I thought was really smart because quite frankly, um, I hate to say it, but like she's Alina's or she's just boring as a main character. <laughs> and, and Libra Dugo, the author has said, this was the first book I ever wrote. I would mm. do some things very differently if I had to go back and reread. And uh, it's like, and I went back and reread the trilogy after this. I'm like, oh yeah, right. I forgot. I remember this. <laughs> nice. Well, that's like uh, his dark materials has mm. the show mm-hmm. has stuff in it. That's not, in the original trilogy, but is in the second trilogy that's mm. coming out right yeah. now, the like prequel trilogy. Yeah. So that's cool. So, but I, I really, I thought they did a really good job with Shadow and Bone. I thought the casting was spot on. It was so good, um, and just really good chemistry with the cast. So that's a little nice. older, but I really like that one. Are um, they doing another season of that? Yeah, it nice. got announced of a couple Shadow months Bone? ago. Cool, cool. Um, and I, then my girlfriend, I was, I was telling her I was watching Halt and Catch Fire, mm-hmm. but then she was. She was like sick or something, but yeah. she was like, "Well, I want to watch that to support her, or <laughs> like you know, like yeah. have something in common." Uh, but she forgot which show I was watching and started watching Shadow, Shadow and Bone, Bone, and she was like, "Cause she, I had told her a little <laughs> like, bit about this like Lee Pace like, and yeah. like about making computers," and she was just like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this?" Yeah. She watched like three yeah. episodes like, and five minutes like. I love. What are you talking about? And you're like, that's not the same show. That was I, so I, funny. I also not have seen to, that show. I also have to say though, just like, just on a purely aesthetic level, Ben Barnes in like just black Beautiful and a cloak, human. like 
I'm just like, oh, I'm in. Like, I don't need, there's a need, like, I watch it for That's the plot. That's what my friends are Fuck Billy Russo, it's like, though. It's like that meme. Like, I watch it for the plot, and then the plot is just a picture of him. Like, You're right, got. right. Uh, and then I also screened Shang-Chi last night. So. Oh, shit. Show us. So Probably if you start talking about that, you'll get sniped from the uh, Disney no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I will just say what I said in my reaction is that uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a perfect movie. There's some weaker parts. Few uh, are. But Paddington too. No country. I, I no personally, country for old men. I personally think the action is um, the best that Marvel has that. ever choreographed. Oh, like nice. it's it's beautiful. Be. I mean, yeah, I should hope so. Yeah, yeah bare there minimum. are some scenes that are just like stunningly beautiful. Oh wow, like, so, so sick. Shit, it's do I just, have to see this one in the theater? It's just yep. really fun Absolutely. to see uh, yeah. the whole cast throw down, too, because like, not the whole cast is really... Well, yes. Okay, so what do you make about is, all this? The thing is, though, <laughs> I, I disagree with that, because I know uh, Simu Leo got really angry about that. He he wasn't talking about... Bob Chapek wasn't talking about uh, the movie itself being an experiment. He was talking about the 45-day... Mm-hmm release window being experimental. But isn't that the... And it was taken out of context yeah. and twisted and then ran with it, you know, like some sites ran I with it being like, had like heard CEO, like, yeah. New yeah. Disney CEO says like, Asian you know, people are an experiment. Yeah, Sean Chi's like, an experiment. And then of course, you know, like the lead actor, he gets upset and then I was just like, but that's clearly not what he meant. It's mm-hmm. really disingenuous and, and unprofessional to like twist it. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Context I really doesn't it. exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, nuance. Nuance. no nuance. We are post reality. I now. really enjoyed it, and it's, it's. I and God bless the rest of the Marvel actors because they do. Some of them do a really good job, but it's like kind of to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, like Sebastian Stan, like he does all his own knife tricks in like The Winter Soldier. But I'm not this movie, sure how good of an actor he is. Yeah, but this movie though, like every single person can actually fight. Like yeah. they all have, or at least the mo- most of them that are, you know, the main actors, they all have like extensive martial arts training. So they can really get into the fight choreography where like in some Marvel movies, like the quick cuts and edits and oh stuff God, because yeah. they oh, can't yeah. actually convincingly throw a you punch. You can sniff out editing, covering up bad yeah. Yeah. choreography. The, like the fact that there was no backlash at how bad the Loki fight Loki scenes fight were scenes blew were me away. Bad. Everyone like on this train of like, it's the best ever. It's like, dude. Which is weird you because... You can't just gloss over how bad those action is, scenes I'm were. They were the worst ever, ever but I'm trying in an MCU. To, I wouldn't say ever. I, I mean, think Captain I, Marvel's pretty bad. I think straight Captain up, Marvel's I think bad. straight up when they, in episode five at the end, that is the worst action piece That was bad. That ever. was really you could ever. See, you could see ever. punches missing. And the oh, thing yeah. that's weird is worst because ever. Tom Hiddleston is a really good stage combatant. Mm-hmm. Like he has a ton of stage combat. So I'm like... Where did this go wrong? Like they wait, shot which, it poorly. It, it, I, yeah, I think was, they shot, shot it poorly. with weird yeah. coverage, and it was like, yeah. or or they like, it turns me like so the much. space, like I don't know, or COVID. Like they were, they had to fake something. It, mm-hmm. it smelled of like they had to shoot it too wide, or like half those yeah. people weren't actually there. Yeah. It was there was something up. I yeah. am. I'm giving a lot of passes. I've given a lot of passes to shows this year, and probably yeah. will for like the next year because I'm we like, lost there's it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, much yeah. that of course, of course. like it's kind of insane what like how many fans and audiences will watch a show or movie and not realize how much was changed yeah. oh, because yeah. of COVID, or oh, how yeah. much had to be redone at the last minute. Or how these two actors in the scene were not actually shooting together, right. like so. It's kind of insane. Yeah, miles apart, days yeah. apart. Like, yeah, yeah. Any other ones? 
Uh, man, I'm just, I'm like so brain dead right now. Um, no, I mean I've, I've listed like four, yeah three or four things. Okay. So I think some good. good ones. I always write mine down because we get in here and then I forget them. But um, I know it's free. I, I just finished White Lotus, the White oh, Lotus. Oh, okay, so that's on my list too. Like my entire timeline was nothing but the finale the other night, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I gotta watch this damn show. I hope show, you didn't don't get I? spoiled, but like, uh, I'll just say it's a pretty smart. Pretty scathing indictment of colonialism. I thought it I'm was, in. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> like I the way it starts and the way you think it's gonna go is just like kind of a pretty dry, dark comedy, right? It's it's saying something. It, it's got teeth, uh, mm-hmm. and it yeah. It, I don't know. I liked it. And then I just kind of binged what we do in the shadow seasons one and two, and I just I really like it's yeah. so funny. That's such an easy that is an easy binge because those, oh, yeah. those are short episodes. Absolutely. And that's easy oh, binge. I started that Reservation Dogs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I did yeah, 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 really good. One of Taika Waititi's like the 3, first two projects. Yeah, it's, it, it it's might good. surprise people yeah. to know that Taika's behind it because it's not really funny. It's oh I, yeah, I really appreciate the first episode. It's really, really slow. Mm. It's like a lot of like shoegazy, not shoegazy, but it's like a lot of just like sitting around and talking. Hmm. And the kids aren't, well, most of them aren't like really like experienced actors, which is good because it lends it yeah. like authenticity. But if people are expecting like zany, like mm-hmm. Taika, like humor, no. it's not that. No. It's There is one scene that was pure Taika, the dream <laughs> sequence. So I was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Taika. Like that was like pure Taika. But um, <laughs> but the rest of it, it's, it's a lot more like... Um, it feels almost like an like a like an indie like '90s like early 2000 oh, yeah. kind feels of like yeah. uh, what the hell is that movie with uh, the guy standing on the roof on the cover? A serious man. Yeah, it feels like a serious man almost sometimes. Just the the pace and the tone, yeah. really, just like like apocalyptic biblical <laughs> fable <laughs> by no. the Coen Brothers. Is <laughs> like, like I'm like that's a that's a bold yeah. reach. I'm like yeah. I don't know if I classify yeah. it like, like that. Ghost World or yeah. something. It's, um, dude, the vibes are weird. Yeah, it's the real, vibes it's, are freaking weird. Well, I mean, that's the other side of Taika that people forget about. I yeah. think is like if you've seen Hunt for the Wilder People and Jojo Rabbit and stuff, it's like mm-hmm. he's funny and zany and crazy, but he's also like concerned about small things and he has a lot of heart, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, that that side gets forgotten. Maybe uh, I also saw Quiet Place too, which I thought was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't like blow my mind, but I liked it. I thought the first one was better, but I thought this one was, it it was good. Like it was solid. Yeah. Did Uh, a really good job of setting up the creatures and the universe. Because I did not like the creatures in the first one, even though I think it's a better movie. Yeah. I really liked them in the sequel. It, you have to work pretty damn hard to make CG creatures. Yeah. Like they were just fine in the first one. Scary or Mm -hmm. interesting in any way. They're fine. They were better, done better in the yep. second one for sure. At least we're getting to a point in Hollywood where CG creatures are, they're starting to get a little uh, varied in their design because yeah. for the longest time it was like any CG creature just looked like one of the a knockoff of one of the cave trolls, like a reskin yeah. version of a cave troll from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, because it was all the... the same, like it was all the same like VFX houses, or right. they were just all like reskinning the same thing over and over and over again. They're getting the weight and the gamma better now because, yeah. like in in Quiet yeah. Place too, they look. A little more act, like they should actually be there. Sure. And the the weight that they have mm-hmm. and like bumping into cars and stuff yeah. like feels really yeah. good. 
Sorry, Sterling Harjo is the other. He's the uh, the main creator of Reservation oh, Dogs. Okay. I can remember. Yeah, I um, remember it was two names on the but, billboard. But uh, see, I feel that way about that's the one issue I have. Like Spider Man is my all time favorite superhero. I love all this, like pretty much all the Spider Man movies. Um, but the one thing that always drives me nuts is how intangible Spider Man always feels when he's yeah. in his costume mm-hmm. because he's a he's fully CGI. Zip. Yeah, and like he never. He just doesn't feel tangible. Yeah, like you can tell Very he's CGI true. on screen, and that's the one thing always. Even in Tom Holland me. ones, yeah, he kind mm-hmm. of feels light. Spider Verse is like so good, though. Um, I know you haven't seen Pig. Have you seen Pig? No. Yes, Pig. I loved Pig. Mm-hmm. Little Pig. Loved Little Pig. Pig. Yeah, we um. All right, so we'll we'll use this to segue into the main. <laughs> We'll do pig first because I think we we're can get good at it. segways. <laughs> we'll do it faster. Um, I was gonna see it with my dad, but he bailed. Oh damn! Yeah. that's a perfect you and your dad. I man. know, man. Um, I know. Pig. Oh uh, We won't get. We won't get spoilery on pig. We might have to get a little spoilery on Green Knight. I mean, it's based on a seven hundred year old poem. <laughs> poem. Like, if you haven't yeah. seen it by now, that's kind of on you. Um, but pig, I thought. I, I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I thought it was the script was very well written. I thought it was subtle mm. and it respects the audience a lot. Mm. Um, and I really appreciated that it didn't do what I thought from the trailer it was going to do. Mm. Yeah. Without saying too Cage? much, Nicolas Cage, here's the thing. How was I lo- you know I'm a Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage apologist. Mm-hmm. I love Nicolas Cage. I think Nicolas Cage is great. He's a brilliant actor when he I've is written, well directed I wrote, and has a good script. I wrote an entire piece about Nicolas Cage about how he's so good because he doesn't do what everybody else in Hollywood does because uh, so many other actors, even when they like let themselves go, it's mm-hmm. within a contained like yeah. Hmm. yeah. Like one of the very few people I like that comes to mind in like recent years that has like gone full out like sobbing, crying that has actually allowed themselves to look like gross on screen is Florence <laughs> Pugh in Midsummer. Yes. And yeah, like so many actors, even when they're like just completely letting go and in the moment, you can feel the acting. Yeah. Like you can mm-hmm. feel them like you being acting. dramatic. Yeah. Um, Nicolas Cage, I feel like, is the one actor in Hollywood who literally will just let himself go and do like anything. And he's he's fearless on screen. And which is a weapon that can be wielded yeah. correctly and incorrectly. Yes. Like exactly. some, some of his yeah. movies like. I didn't see Wally's Wonderland or whatever, but like some some mm. movies are clear that the director just like was afraid to tell Nicolas Cage anything, and it's just like just do whatever. It, it, you're Nicolas Cage, it's fine, you know. Whereas like Pig, or like I'm hiring Nicolas Cage specifically to be like weird to Nicolas be weird Cage. Nicolas, yeah, yeah, to be I need to pay off my castle, Nicolas mm. Cage. Yeah, mm. but Pig is just very understated mm. and very very sensitive. I mean, he won an Oscar for fucking um, leaving Las Vegas, right? Like, dude mm-hmm. can act. Yeah. Um, he also, I, I feel like he's also kind of hitting like the kind of late career renaissance that Keanu Reeves had no, a couple no, years no. ago where it's like they both, because in very different ways, you know, kind of Keanu yeah. Reeves with um, with John Wick uh, and then, you know, Nicolas Cage, he's been doing a lot of like indie and like weird horror and genre stuff, which some of which have been like great. Yeah, love Mandy. Um, Mandy still haven't seen Mandy. Mandy, Color oh, yeah. Space, like... Color of Space I liked less, but I still liked yeah. it. I mean, they're both fantastic. Like, even like, what was it, like Mom and Dad um, I liked. and I never saw that one. But Pig is, I think it'll surprise people because if they're expecting like 
crazy, like over the top right. Nicolas Cage. Right. Like it's not that. Like he's still a the very trailer distinct makes it character. Seem like, yeah, the trailer makes yeah. it se- seem like it's going to be Mandy John Wick. Yeah, the trailer that not. I saw made it look like a slow burn. Well, then you saw a more accurate. Trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 more, it's more meditative yeah. um, than I think people might be expecting from Nicolas Cage. But yeah. like. It was the movie made me remember or like want to tell like, look, look, young children, like, look, gather around Gen Z. I, I <laughs> told you, see, see, like Nicolas Cage. I told yeah. you he can act. He's not right. just the crazy guy. Yeah, like nobody in the National me. Treasure, like clips. Hey, National Treasure know? is great. 10 it is. 10. National Treasure is win. But I'm saying like, that's literally like all they remember him from. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, Nicolas Cage in The Rock. Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck. Leaving like, like he does. Next. Yeah. Next. So. <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage in Next. Also, knowing, yeah. knowing one of actually, the greatest science fiction masterpieces of all time, according, according to Roger, Roger Frickin' Ebert. <laughs> Ebert, straight up. I don't hate that movie. I like it. It's not great. It has a scary shot in it when they look out the window and that like mm-hmm. ghost angel whatever is standing in yeah. the yard. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, the fuck are we talking about? Pig, oh, pig and Nick Cage. Pig. We have some comments from our beautiful patrons, patreoncom allies. Uh, you can. You can join in for this in seven dollars and up tier. I'm great at that. Also, Alex Wolf, he and Nat Wolf, oh, his he's brother, great. he and his brother have been doing some work, especially Alex. Like he's been like, who's it? What's his brother in? Nat Wolf. He was just in. Um, God, this is what I can't think off the top of my head. Like this mm-hmm. is what ADHD does to you. Like people will ask you a question on the spot, and you're like, uh, I usually just say random th- shit. Uh, That's what I do. <laughs> just uh, make something yeah, up. I'll just blah. No, because the thing is with Correct ADHD, it'll bother me. Like if I like get it wrong, like. It's going to bother me. It's going to bother me the whole time. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, he was just in the stand, he, which we're oh, not yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Why was it bad? Oh, we're not going to talk about that. Like I, I guess it, that means it didn't bad. happen. It didn't happen like the Dark Tower movie didn't mm. happen. Yo, Dark Tower movie, dude. What the fuck? I read all those books. <laughs> mortal, Mortal. That was the one thing I saw him in recently. It's, okay. um, it's, that I actually really like that. Um, he's been in more like Nat Wolf has been in more like indie stuff, mm. but Alex Wolf was like just an old like the dude did old. He was in Hereditary, uh, Hereditary like Jumanji, like both the Jumanji movies. Um, he's the kid that gets he's in the Jumanji and Welcome to the Jungle and Jumanji in the next Welcome level. Welcome to the he's, Jungle. Oh, in the beginning he gets yeah, pulled in. Yeah, okay. he's. I liked those. I love those movies. Oh, I kind of liked. Them. I love those movies. <laughs> really. Hey, fun. good on them for cranking that sequel out quick. You oh, blinked, geez, and yeah. that sequel was you in the theaters. Me? That's because uh, Dwayne Johnson was still yeah. living in the jungle in the <laughs> yeah. same camp in the same. <laughs> they film in all in Hawaii. <laughs> sure, like, yeah. They just he just wants to hang out there, and they film uh, everything crazy. Yeah, but yeah, like Alex Wolf is really good in this too. And like, man, that kid's like quietly like I was like, damn, he's been in like like he's yeah. real young, and yeah. he's made he's had a really solid like career start. Where I feel like younger actors now more and more, um, including like American actors, it never really used to be the case. Where like to be a young actor, you'd start out in like crappy TV shows. You'd you'd mm-hmm. never had to do like the like the sequel, like direct a video like horror movie and you'd like work your way up. And now I feel like a lot of these young actors and like their mid twenties and younger, like they're like like okay Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, like they're all like say, coming like, out Timoth- of like Timoth- they're yeah. all Florence Pugh. Like they're yeah. all like just like making very smart decisions about what they I always love hit Florence some Pugh. Netflix yeah. movie or something. I There's just Florence so much Pugh. content now. It's like so or much Or they hit they hit an emotionally There's... difficult indie and then yeah. Like, yeah. they just show their chops There's... right out the gate. Like yeah. am I wrong in thinking there's fifty times more movies now than there was like ten years ago? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're not. You're wrong. not it's pretty wrong, insane yeah. with how much content there is, and I feel like it's. But I think I think Netflix is the new like Disney Channel, yeah. where it's like 
you can get caught in the gravity of Netflix. Like you could be Noah mm-hmm. Centineo and just yeah. be in Kissing Booth for the rest of your life. Although he is, although yeah, yeah, he is going to be in Black Boys. Adam. He is going to be in Black Adam. He was going to be the lead in uh, the Masters of the Universe reboot, but I'm, I suspect he's not he, but I suspect he probably made the right call in backing out of that because I can't. Oh. I mean, I can't like. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of nostalgic, but it's one of those franchises where it's like, who gives a shit about? Right. I think like, He Man always kind of. Oh, yeah, I never got into it. We've moved on from the 80s yeah. machismo, I think, yeah. of masculinity. We don't need masculinity yeah. anymore. No, no. <laughs> I mean, 80s are for Cronenberg, and that's it. Dwayne Johnson covered it all for everybody. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Perfect picture of the perfect man. Anyway, Colt Smith says, okay, first Nick Cage is so damn good when he does has good material to work with. Dude can act. Second thing is the script is really well written and really makes you think and feel all the feels. I think it's a tad slow, not in a way that mm-hmm. harms it just in a way that might be off-putting to a lot of people. All in all, great film. Yeah, it's kind of like definitely the, slow burn. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things like like we mentioned before that if you're expecting to go in with like Gonzo Nicholas Cage, like mm-hmm. it, it's not. It's much more like contemplative and like meditative and more of a. Yeah, it's kind of like the Green Knight, which yeah we will get to later. Well, let's yes. get into it in a sec. Um, yes. I just wanted to say that um, patron saint of reaction shots, Tokyo Slim, also shouted out Alex Wolf. Um, Got that Bruce Lee set, Tokyo Slam. You're jealous. <laughs> Tokyo Slim's one of our patrons. Yeah, I see. And he always writes, well, you hear. <laughs> he writes oh. it quite a bit. Tokyo Slim and my favorite tweets we, about Green Knight. I really enjoyed that. Would you like we to write for Tokyo Screen Slim. Rant? Hey. <laughs> getting a job I always feel like Slim. I always feel like, like if people Tokyo are writing. Tokyo Slim would be great. Yeah, I, think, I always feel great. like if people are writing that much in comments and they, then they clearly have a lot of passion, a lot of knowledge, like why not turn mm-hmm. that into something you we can. Have, a few of our commenters you know. actually are like write for stuff. Zach yeah. Wojnar, I think, writes for stuff. He's, yeah, he's. Screen rant. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's ours. Yeah, he's ours. Yeah, he's ours. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about the Green Knight. Okay, let's us talk about the Green Knight for a second. (laughs) Yes. All right, because here's the deal. So I loved it. I liked it while I was watching it. I mean, I loved the way it looks. For me, like to love a movie, a lot of times just good colors is what does it. (laughs) It's pretty. And this movie is really pretty. And um, after it was over. I was like, okay, what, what, what are we like? I understood the story, and I was like, okay, is this about like accepting death, or is it just about like honor? Is it about getting over hubris? You know. So then I've like been reading about the actual poem and stuff. I've written a lot about which it. I should have yeah. done before the movie. You know, I've I didn't written know there a was, lot. I didn't know homework was involved. Well, that is kind of a funny thing, which I sort of appreciate about this movie is that mm-hmm. it. It can be a different thing if you know the source material mm-hmm. and if you don't. And I think that for me, it encouraged me to look into the source material. Like I got the book on my Kindle or whatever, and I've read the little foreword by um, whatever his name is, David Lowry or whatever. Uh, yeah, really interesting stuff. And like the differences between the original poem and stuff and like how Morgan Le Fay is his, they made her Did his you read mom some of my pieces? in this. I don't know. Maybe I was like, those might have been some of mine. Like, I was like, I've, wrote, I've written <laughs> I a lot I about read this. His little forward. Oh, he might. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he kind of mentioned it, but mm-hmm. like, basically, like the brass tacks of the story is the mom conjures up a challenge for her son to prove his honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, which is very different than the original. Which poem. is yeah. Yeah. And I also think that they snuck in some like learning to accept death with honor 
into it because that's a, re- that's a line the, that's repeated throughout that's the movie. in the poem too yeah. so fun fact uh my background is a, i have a master's in literature and my well, focus shit. my have focus was <laughs> one of my focuses <laughs> was arthurian legend arthurian uh, legend yes so my goodness i was like finally <laughs> my time has come oh, like that shit. like i've not wasted my degree uh so <laughs> Damn. Yeah, what, it was funny because I had a couple friends that when this movie came out, they're like, "Oh shit!" And they're like, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, get it right." right. Um, Let's go. Them off. So, uh, what I really appreciated about this movie. So, for those of you that do not remember high school English class, uh, this is based on Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, uh, which, uh, yeah, it's Written old in Arthur and Legend, forty something. Yeah, it was like late late 14th By century. By question marks? Yeah, late 14th century. Um, and what I really appreciate about the movie is that it it really remains true to the spirit of the poem, nice. but it takes a lot of – and it updates and changes a lot without um, fundamentally like re – like he's he did I think he did a really brilliant job with like because the character is very different of Gawain. Like I actually interviewed Dev Patel and Anwar, I said that my man and I said that I was like <laughs> so I was like your character is very different uh, in the poem than he is in the movie. I was like in the movie he's a lot more. Um, he kind of like, sucks. Yeah, and he's like, like <laughs> he's like, oh yes, he's like when I he's like early on he's like I talked to Dave and was like, so how do we make this guy more likable? Because he's like initially he was worse. He was like he's just this guy with like a silver spoon in his mouth and he's like he just All wasn't. Right likable he likes we had to find that balance and i was like yeah real different it was like yeah. real different from the poem because he's, he's very, like all about chivalry he's very and pious honor and, yeah, and, and like being chased, chased. Yeah. yeah and um so i but i think david lowry did a really smart job and he added a lot of characters he also excised like quite a bit of it that it was like he kind of sensed rightly that like okay this is going to really drag down the movie so mm-hmm. i'm going to speed this up and kind of just like symbolically like represent it in the movie um so i think it's one of the best adaptations because it's very much a blueprint for how and granted it's hard to say like you know about a 700 year old poem we're not talking Mm -hmm. about like a comic book here right um but it's it's a it's one of the best adaptations i've seen in the sense that it remains true to the spirit of it um but kind of becomes its own thing while still somehow capturing all of the themes that were are present like all of them in the original poem um mm. so and it's also probably one of the most beautiful movies i've ever seen like it's just a gorgeous, it's gorgeous movie yeah it it does like knowing more context of the poem now i appreciate I kind of appreciate and i know that this is something that frustrated a lot of people but i appreciate the lighter touch and not over explaining everything like i i appreciate it's very ambiguous yeah i appreciate yeah. that Star ambiguity Hades. and i think that yeah. i think more movies especially some like horror movies like midsummer or hereditary like mm. needed way more of that like they hand mm, hold you so hard. dude you know i, I like hate a, those i movies. like a shade of ambiguity i don't like when I, the whole movie's ambiguous so i appreciate that it held the audience or i appreciate that it didn't dumb things down for the audience it was like we're just gonna go hard on this and i'm trusting that you guys are smart enough to like make your own decisions Mm -hmm. which i really appreciate i do think there may be a few pivotal moments that could have done needed a little bit more clarity or like clear direction and meaning um because there are a few things we were like 
I could interpret this particular yeah. moment in like three different oh. ways, and it yeah. makes very well, different. You know, it makes for a very different interpretation. And traditionally, I don't really like that because then there's like no right answer. There's no wrong answer, but also there's no right answer, and I usually just oh, there's up, definitely some wrong answers with this. Like I did, a, <laughs> yeah. I did a podcast l- empty, last week or two weeks ago, and uh, like one of the co-hosts, he was like, he's like, well, I kind of read it like this. He's like, well, Alicia, like, what do you think? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, mm. and he's like, well, I'm not wrong. You can interpret it anyway. And like the other, like me and the other guy, we we're like, mm, no. No, that's yeah. You can be wrong. <laughs> that's pretty wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, definitely. Like that's not what the poem was about. But like, yeah. um, Tokyo Slim had a good example that I think was pretty good um, <laughs> about a third act change because the the part with the castle, right? When it's like he's in this illusory castle, yeah. and there's the second Alicia Vikander, uh-huh. and it's all like, if I understand correctly, it's like conjured up, and the that king is like actually the Green Knight or something. Basically, yeah, he's, he's Lord Bertilac in the in the poem. Yeah, and it's basically the whole the whole thing, which is actually the poem itself is actually funnier. Like, there's like some funny yeah. moments in it. At the at home screening thing that I watched, they had um, Lord Deep Voice, whatever his name uh, is, Rowan Ralph, Innocent, Ralph, Ralph Innocent, Innocent, yeah. Innocent, oh, Innocent. yeah. He read that part, yeah, and with his voice, I was just like, but like, yeah, the poem it's, is funny. It's really funny, like, um, and all through it, it's funny. Um, but to the end of it, or like the very end, yeah, it's like the Lord Burlack, who in this he's not named, and it's Joel Edgerton's character reveals himself to be like he's the Green Knight in the end. He's like, oh, and he like reveals himself to be the Lord. It's like, haha, this was all just a lark, a game, you know, uh, crafted by Morgan Le Fay, basically because she was pissed at Guinevere and just, right. and her brother Arthur and just literally just wanted to scare her, uh, Guinevere to death by sending Arthur on this stupid quest. And instead, Gawain jumped in her way. So, like, Gawain literally just, like, fell ass backward into doing this in the poem. And it was right. like, and so it was like, well, okay. She's like, well, that's fine. Like, it's fun to mess with the knights anyway. But this was all, cr- like orchestrated by Morgan Le Fay just Which because she was being the petty bitch. Like, the that's change it. to mm. make it his mom, Morgan Le Fay, as his mom. It gives it like, more meaning. It gives it more it meaning. It gives it a lot more meaning. And, and it's they also, still ended on a joke. But and it, Yeah, like, and it's also really like, I feel like that type of setup where it's just like a woman just being petty with another woman yeah. and Caddy, like that's so outdated. Like So that. I think he, it was very smart to make it, um, to make in this version of the movie, to make... Uh, Morgan Le Fay Gawain's mother and doing yeah. it to send her son on a quest yeah. in a very so, like, harsh way <laughs> like in a way it's very loving like like very harsh like she's not a she's not a loving and like warm mom right the only right. thing I read behind worked. the scenes was that he was writing about his own mom and that's how that kind of came huh. to be yeah. was he ended up started writing about his mom was getting into his head when he was writing it oh funny yeah. it's like adaptation but the, the thing I was going to say that Tokyo Slim brought up is in mm. that scene the, the the basic setup, the exchange of winnings, right, is I'll go out and hunt, and whatever I get, I'll give to you, and then whatever you get, you have to give to me. And in the poem, the wife comes on to him and kisses him, so then he has to kiss the king, the lord of that castle each mm-hmm. time. <laughs> and I think Tokyo Slim kind of makes the point that, like, uh, in the movie it's a little unclear be- that that's what's happening and, like, why they kiss. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, he only really kisses her on the cheek, and then she, like, kind of unclear if she like gives him a hand job or like what I happens mean, I'm pretty or I think sure he just... the giant sh- cum shot right. on the like but I don't I'm... know if that's, that's him just pretty clear I don't know if that's him just uh, getting that's, worked oh, that's up that's true that's true and like yeah. coming that's true, or that's like true. so it was a little just the way it was shot that's fair because my girlfriend even was like when they were like grinding on each other she's like what's happening are mm-hmm. they that's fair having yeah. sex because I yeah. thought he didn't do that like yeah but um that part was just a little like weirdly changed because it made mm-hmm. it more confusing. 
Because yeah. then it, it added like a weird gay subtext to a lot of viewers, I think, where it's really, it's just, you got a kiss from my wife, so I have to kiss yeah, you. Yeah, like, like I was, I was curious about that because when I screened it and I shared my like initial reaction on mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever, somebody, uh, somebody commented like, I heard that Joel Edgerton and, or Egerton and um, Dev Patel like get horny or get gay in this or whatever. Like, is that true? And I was like, uh, and I didn't want to say like, no, you know, because I, I, it's hard to open your, it's hard to say anything on Twitter without somebody taking it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't mm-hmm. respond, but I was just like, Ugh. if that's how people are like, if that's what people are setting themselves up for in their head, like yeah, this, what? that's going to be a problem. Which yeah, because it's, it's not. It's that. not in there at all. But like sometimes I think people will like if they hear something might be in there and then it's not their expectations, yeah. they get mad. Which I can under on one hand I can understand, but I was like, ooh, yeah. But that's definitely not really from what from the poem too. Mm-hmm. I there's like there's no. It's very different. There, but there's no aspect of like ew no homo. Like they're just no. kissing. Like nobody gives yeah. a shit. Like it's it's very different. Um, yeah, it's just like whatever. But yeah. the, the poem itself is also very different too because like. Um, it, she literally just gives him three kisses, like, right. and it, the whole like, uh, so like the there's not a talking fox in the poem. Um, love good talking, the, fox. Love talking good, good fox. Talking good fox. Um, but it's basically he used that fox to make up for because like there's a whole big section of the poem where it's like the three days of the hunt that Lord mm. Bertolac goes on. Oh, and it's like this whole extended sequence, and then the last day is he's hunting a fox, and mm-hmm. it's actually really cleverly done in the poem. But I can see why they didn't do it in the movie because it would have wasted a lot of time. But it was like a parallel where it was like almost like cinematically like cutting back and forth oh, between funny. the hunt hmm. and Lord Burdalak like physically chasing the fox that's a, the sly fox is evading him and then back to the castle where uh, Gawain is trying to like slyly evade he's like a metaphorical fox evading the advances of the lady mm. of the castle and it's all and about he's like, like dodging her with words and mm. she's like how can oh. you be polite and turn down exactly. her advances without yeah. harm hurting her he's basically saying like he basically like oh i'm not dating right now like right. oh i have a girlfriend <laughs> oh right. i'm really not like you know that's just not what i'm about right now yeah. like he's trying to remain chaste but not offend her yeah. for like coming on to it's him. literally like, like oh god what is every woman who's ever ever yeah. ever like <laughs> Just had a dude that did not take no for an answer. Yeah. And it's like, it's like nervous. So she's like trying to be like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not really interested right now. Oh, no, thank you. That's sweet. But like, um, oh, my boyfriend, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, Godwin's like the girl in this relationship. <laughs> and it's, but it's interesting for the Middle Ages that um, she, the lady, was the aggressor yeah, and yeah. Godwin was the, um, although I guess not that weird if you're looking at the whole like, evils of like feminine seduction yeah sure um but and then goblin was like the chaste you know like virtuous like Mm, virgin mm -hmm. which i thought was really an interesting inversion of that but it's very different in the like goblin is not at all chaste like he's a fuck boy well but there was a line movie there's a line where alicia vikander essel i think the like real version of her which is funny she says he can't get it up Oh, at least I, during oh, yeah. that year, maybe because he's I nervous. Think, about... I think it was probably just he was just distracted, okay. like and yeah. But um, but yeah, some people did not know that it was the Alicia Vikander in both of those roles. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's definitely like, like it's like my in the second one. Well, it's like my she's... parents not knowing that Grand Moff Tarkin was CG. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a friend with that with uh, Johnny Depp at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean Five. And she's like, she's like, wow, that young actor they got to play Johnny Depp. And she's like, she's like, really looks like she was, she's like, he's really good. And like, literally, all of us turned and looked at her, and she's like, what? And we're like, are you serious? And like, I was like, we couldn't tell if she's trolling. And she's like, that man's no, he's, a CG. She's like, no, he's really good. We're like, 
that's sweetie that's <laughs> that's a computer pixels <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh yeah but it was so weird because like she i mean she definitely had, like some makeup on but it wasn't like she had like heavy prosthetics and i'm like she's a pretty i'm usually striking bad at faces looking like actress her, like yeah. so i was really shocked when my friend said she's like yeah she's another film critic she's like uh yeah some people did not know it was but Alicia Vikander, I'm like, no. She's like, yeah. And then I saw somebody tweet that, like, maybe, like, 15 minutes later. I was like, oh, my God. Like, there, she's right. Like, there really are people that can't tell it's her. <laughs> <That's> wild. <laughs> it's like the people, I imagine it's the same people, like, see Clark Kent wearing his glasses. They're like, wow, this definitely isn't Superman. <laughs> That's, That's just a ripped-ass <laughs> office worker. He takes off his glasses. Like, like, where did Clark Kent Clark go? Clark Kent's so big. He's huge. Like, what the Oh. Or like the or like the Marvel undercover look of like the glasses and the baseball cap. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely hides Chris Evans' face. Yeah. Like, good job. They put on like a gray hoodie, and it's just like they're invisible. Yeah, I love it. Steve Rogers wearing a baseball cap. Good job. Nobody recognizes Captain America. My favorite part, and a few other um, viewers' favorite part, was the part with the ghost. Oh, who, it's my favorite part. Who wants? Him to get her head. Oh, uh, St. Winifred. Winifred. That's what I was like. It starts or with the Winifred, w- but based on St. Winifred, which is apparently from a different tale. It's, it's not, not a tale. In it's it's not whatever. a tale. So it's so Essel, the scavenger. Uh, yeah, uh, and then um, uh, Winifred. They're not in the poem at all because the poem just goes straight from him leaving to that castle. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the first two are just like completely made up for the for the movie but then Winifred is actually based on an old like she's a, an actual like martyr from like Welsh mythology where oh, okay. this it, the story goes basically the same way where she was she wanted to be a nun uh, but she was beautiful but she wanted to be a nun and then like a traveling uh, his name was uh, Caradoc so Welsh and uh, he was like a lesser prince and he saw her and like basically wanted to have sex with her and she was like no because she was trying to keep her virtue and he tried to rape her and yeah. she got mad or she escaped and he got he was furious that she turned him down. And so he chased her down and beheaded her. And then her head rolled down the hill. And then um, St. Uh, it's like B-E-B-E-O-U-N or something like that. It's weird. It's like St. Saint, Saint B. We'll call him that. He uh, attached her head to her body and then resurrected her, and that's how she like became a saint. So it's it's huh. like very close to the story that she tells in the movie. But I thought that was really smart because she's uh, from like mythology and like cool. a real martyr, but like she fits so well into yeah. like the themes of the movie. I thought Sorry, he virtue, did a really good heading, job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I re- I just like the way it was shot too. Like, yeah, when she slides toward him and Dev Patel's just like. The fuck? She's like, why would you do that? Like, why would it, you ask me that? Yeah. yeah. Why would uh, you touch me? Yeah. It's so good. Aaron Kellerman, another actress that has been in a lot of things lately. Showing up in everything. How old is she? She could be 14 or 36. I, Get that Marvel money. This yeah. is the one thing I've liked her in the most. I thought she was miscast in Falcon and Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon is just a bad show. Um, but she was, you know, but in... Um, uh, in Solo, she was Solo. fine, mm-hmm. I guess. But I really liked her in this. I was more distracted by her name in Solo. I was like, Infant Nest? What yeah, is her name? Infis, an, infest. What is, who are you? Infestation? <laughs> do you, they kept saying her name the whole movie, and I'm like, what are you saying? But have you seen Green Knight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yep. was like, I was like, sorry. He's I was like, I feel like because he didn't like it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I, <laughs> I'm push I don't mind... <laughs> I don't mind like trying like figuring out a movie and like analyzing it and like getting all you know figuring it out. I like that, but I need 
a character to attach to, and I didn't like anyone in this movie. Really. See, that, I need, that's, I need someone. That was interesting in that <laughs> I, I'm very character driven, yeah. and I, I gotta be honest, the if I had not been such an Arthurian legend, like medieval, like scholar mm-hmm. nerd, I probably would not have been as into this movie at the start because I gotta tell you, for like a good like two thirds of the movie, I was like, ooh. This dude is like he's this this version he's of Gawain. I love yeah. Dev Patel. Love Dev this Patel. is this is a tough version. This is a yeah. tough version of Gawain to root for. Like I do not find any redeeming a, qualities in this guy at all. Yeah, my wife and I are Dev Patel enthusiasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we follow his career intimately. Yeah, my friend so Gabby so has been saying Dev yeah. Patel summer for like two years yeah. waiting for this movie yeah. to come out. <laughs> Which is interesting though because it's yeah. like I was surprised when then when I interviewed Dev Patel I was like. Ooh, and I brought that up. I was like, he's very different. And Dev Patel's yeah. like, oh yeah, he yeah. was. The, we did. I did not like him. I you know, was like, yeah. I wanted to make him like. How do we make this guy more likable? I'm like, okay, thank God, because if that was like what you were going going for, mm-hmm. I would have been like, I would have been really interested to see what he was like before. Yeah, they. Uh. But it's a testament to Dev Patel's uh, personality or his his prowess as an actor that he can take a character that. Uh, David Lowry kind of fundamentally made like unlikable mm-hmm. um, and you can still see like the vulnerability and the moments where he's scared yeah. and the like the potential for greatness in him like that is well, a that, really fine line to walk that's what the yeah. movie is about like yeah. that's what it becomes about is like him learning honor and mm-hmm. learning virtue like he looks up to it but doesn't display it or have it. He doesn't it. get it. He like, doesn't get it. It's like he doesn't that even buzzword. know the reason why, yeah. right? Yeah. Until the very, very end, after the temptation of Christ thing. It's him, him as a for honor or, or whatever is like the version of uh, what is it? Ethics and gaming journalism. Like, but what do you mean when you say that? I don't know. But ethics and gaming journalism. Like, yeah. but but what do you mean by that? What do you want? Ethics and gaming journalism. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, so I feel like that was kind of like he is. He's going, kind of yeah. yeah. He's got he's got that vibe. Yeah, he's that guy. Like, he's that guy through, like, three-fourths of the movie. Yeah. Um, and but then he, real, then he like, basically, like... That flash forward sequence ...looks in a mirror. Yeah. Oh, that was great. And Yeah, I really like that. Sure. He, like, looks in a mirror and says, like, oh, this is what I would get if I did this. Mm-hmm. That okay, sequence... Fine. And that's also not in the, the poem, right. too. Like, which I thought that was... Yeah, in the poem, Green Knight just wails well, on Well, in the poem, he well, doesn't, he doesn't take the belt so off. Did he kill him? He no. doesn't kill him. It's that pretty sure. Are you sure, though? Pretty damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can that you was, guarantee it yes. 100%? Yes. He goes was, like, the, yeah. we're spoiling this entire movie. <laughs> that was the that was actually the one where he was like, he was like, okay, you can kind of read like this. And the other, we were like, no. And he's like, well, but you kind of could. It's very ambiguous. We're like, no. Because if he does kill him, what's the fucking point? Exactly. Like, there's That's how I felt no... about the movie, though, kind of, of like... Well, yeah. yeah. I could see why you yeah. would feel that yeah. way yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you thought that. So, yeah. but I like, loved the Stone Giants yeah. also, by the way. Yeah. Don't know what the fuck was going on, so wait, but I why loved them. Why couldn't he have not cut his head off? Because then what would be the point? It would have undermined the entire. The whole, there'd be other no point movie. in the movie. Like yeah. you yeah. can't then learn a lesson not, if you're dead. Then why? Like also would have been a really is, also like, would have been just die. a really weird line delivery from yeah. Ralph Ineson because it would have like he was like said it yeah. jokingly and he's like haha just kidding I'm actually gonna kill you now right. like that makes. Yeah. No it's literally like the yeah. Martian Chronicles video game where it all just leads yeah. up to a fortune. Now cookie. there was yeah. a version where he did the original version. His head did get he did get killed and then David Lowry was basically like. Oh, too dark, too dark. Like he was yeah. like he had to like he was like yeah. oh, that's a little too much even for this. Um, so he didn't leave it open for the audience to either go I down think. the dark path or not go down the dark. I mean, path? you can go down the path. 
you're stupid if you do. Because <laughs> no, I mean, if I'm... I, but I mean, I, it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, there are many ways you can kind of go with this movie in very many points. I feel like that's the one where it's like, I mean, I guess you could read it that way, but like, take the, like take the scene that's a where much he's movie. tied up and it does the 360 pan to show the skeleton and then the death. back. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just showing like his fear of what'll happen if he doesn't yeah. move or like yeah. showing what would happen, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just showing us his thought process, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, there are a lot of points in the movie where it does visual things. It like shows a subjective visual of, mm-hmm. of an imaginary thing, mm-hmm. you know? But I think like the delivery that Ralph Innocent does, Ralph Innocent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. I, I, I want to call him Rowan or something. Yeah, the dude from The Witch with the voice. Um, the delivery is full on just like, ha Yeah. Like you've passed the test. You did it. Like one of the, your mom told me to do this. Interesting things is visual. Cause you talk about visuals, like visual tricks is all the mist and fog that was used in the movie. Yeah. It always denoted whenever you saw a lot of mist and fog, it always denoted when Goblin was passing between the world of like ordered Christianity and like the wild natural, oh, like totally. supernatural. Mm. Every time there was fog, that was the like in between place where mm. it was he was halfway between our world and the Fey world, the natural or like the ordered and the like wild, the Christian and pagan. Uh, like which the I thought first was shot really of the interestingly done. The first shot of the castle, it looked like just an old church or like a non-building mm-hmm. or something, and then the fox is like, hey, look, you know, and then it, like, the fog clears and it's this beautiful castle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, oh. Yeah. I didn't catch that. That's cool. Yeah. But I, I really like that flash forward sequence because. Mm. Very last temptation. Because it, it was the thing that, like, in the very end, like, the 11th hour finally, like, maybe go, okay, there's the, there's the seed of, like, there's the seed of the good man. Like, that's when it mm-hmm. got planted. Because seriously, up until that point, I was like, man, I don't just kill him maybe like i'm okay with that like i love mm-hmm. dev patel but mm-hmm. like man but that flash i saw a forward... little bit of it with the winifred yeah, yeah. I that's why i like that, that scene yeah. i thought that was yeah. yeah but like that flash forward and he was does turn down sexy vikander the moment but... that he like realized if i continue down this path and i and i win by lying without honor like i will if I carry that guilt with me and that shame, it will twist me and make me bitter. Yeah. And that moment, I was like, okay, so there is a good man and a noble man inside because if he hadn't been, he wouldn't have cared. He would have right. gone back and been like, I'll use this to my advantage. Nobody has to know. Like, right. I'm not going to use it. Let it make me bitter. Like, fuck it. Like, I, I beat the system. Right. But he knew in his heart, he knew himself well enough at that point, had just like just the moment of insight where he spent the whole movie like not knowing himself at all. That I was like, okay, there's the turn. Like, there's mm-hmm. the the hero turn for me. Yeah. Um, and I really, so I really appreciated that end. And I also appreciated that David Lowry could then cheat and show you Dev Patel getting beheaded without him really getting beheaded. Yeah, which I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, like nice. You get the catharsis. Nice of, cheat there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. This is a very interesting episode of Reaction Shots because we don't normally like dive into one movie like this so much. Um, we're an hour in. <laughs> We've used none I of talk the a lot. Sorry. Sorry. No I talk I a lot. I had a question a minute ago, but I forgot. Fuck. It'll come to me. Let's sit here quietly until you remember. No, no, it's gone. Just staring. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, we had a lot of comments, but I think we actually mostly hit on everything. But 
Brittany Fuller, Mikey Moe, and a bunch of people wrote thoughts about Green Knight, but I think we kind of said a lot of them. Who the hell was the uh, 1917 kid? Kid from 1917. The one whose acting was a little, like like he was in a different movie for part of it? Yeah, the little robber kid. Just a shitty guy. Just a a robber on the road. Oh, Barry The little scoundrel. Yeah. Yeah. Just just a robber. Who, every time you see Barry, I I never know how to say his last name. Keegan, Keegan. Barry Keegan, Keegan, I think. Um, every time you see him show up, like, oh, okay, he's about to be a shit. Like, yeah, he's yeah. just in everything, yeah. which he's an eternal. So I'm like, okay, 110%, he's going to, like, end up being betrayed. Or, like, turn, yeah, like, turn and, like, betray yeah. them or something. Well, that was something my roommate Omar said, like, when when we were done with this movie. Because he wasn't sure how I felt about it really either. Yeah. He thought it was mostly about, like, It's a, it's a thinker. Like, it's definitely a thinker. Like, But he was like, he was like this main guy sucks. Like, he, he didn't see, like, very obviously villainous. Actually, I think Mikey Mo says this, too, is, like, um. Uh, the beyond cartoonishly shady person who the main char- character naively trusts, only to suffer for well, trusting them. It's like, but that's one of his tests, right? I think it's that's each, the point. Each yeah. character that he added was a different test that Gawain needed to pass. The first one, which is the scavenger, is uh, I, I think illustrated that Godwin was not as worldly as he thought. Yeah. He's very naive. very naive. He's very trusting and it's good to have compassion. And he thinks highly of himself too. Yeah. Like, it's my good thanks to be, is like, enough. Exactly. Yeah. Like in that too. Like to, you know, my thanks is enough. And like, so that knocked him down a peg. Winifred, I think, taught him to be altruistic and to offer help without expecting anything in return and also yeah. to respect women. Yeah. And then Essel, Which I like that. For, he, that's yeah, something like that, that he yeah. kind of did on his own. Like yeah. when he saw her, that he was in her bed, he was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let me yeah. leave. It's, it's not appropriate most, like, for me to be here. the humanity of the movie, I feel yeah. like. That's yeah. And like, then yeah, like Essel was, um, I thought it was really smart putting that character in the movie because then later it made the temptation with um, the mm. lady, Lady Bertilak, all the harder to resist because then that's the idealized version of like of her yeah the yeah, woman the, like, that he feminine, wants but can't be yeah. with because she's you know a peasant um yeah but then was i she thought a peasant or a prostitute both okay kind of little call like, they call started in a brothel kind yeah? of both um okay. but i think that that was interesting because that also taught him like the scene where he before he's leaving and she's like can i be your lady and he just kind of was like looked away from Doesn't her say anything. and it was like that moment he kind of realized We've like all been there oh i have to grow up like i can't keep messing with her heart like yeah. this like i knew in my heart like we'd never be able to be together because of our class differences I and i still with her you know like, i want them to get together i still in my like, head he's dead so i don't know <laughs> yeah your head cannon is wrong <laughs> yeah my head cannon he's, he's rotting in a grave yeah. everything's fine <laughs> They've got little jingle bells on their sweet babies. <laughs> and the talking fox came back. And they hang out with the stone giants all the time. They're in a Disney movie is what you want. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. You're Cartoon like, yeah. Birds. yeah. King Arthur's fine. The green guy shows up every Christmas. Yeah. They have a jolly Brings feast. Holly, Holly Santa sticks. vibes. Yeah. yeah, Santa Claus. Green Knight They Santa have a jolly Claus. feast. Green Knight holiday special who when? did not die. <laughs> what? When's the holiday special? Oh, my God. Really I'd watch funny. it. I need to yeah. see a ghost abs- story. I was, like, too afraid to watch it. I'd 100% watch, like, a Green Knight, yeah. like, holiday yeah. special where, like, the Green Knight is just, like, reading <laughs> letters from kids or something. Damn. Or having, I want Or, like, this. hosting, Dude, like, just, like, a sketch thing, like a holiday sketch yeah. where, like, Imagine Green Knight. doing a ho-ho-ho. The Green Knight and Friends. SNL right now. The Green Knight and Friends. He has, like, the knights. Like, he makes them do, skets, like, skits and stuff, and they're bad act- actors. Oh, I want this. I, I imagine, really I imagine him, like, like trying to read through a story and then like one of the knights like 
starts talking or makes a noise, and then he just like really just awkwardly acts. like you hear him like creak move and like look at him, but it just takes forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's <just> like. <laughs> <laughs> Which his character design was so good in the movie too. Oh, yeah, it's so really different good. from the poem. Like the poem, he's basically like a he's a really like fancy knight, like nobleman. Like he's dressed in like a fur lined cape and cloak, and he has like gold and like jewels all over his stuff. He's just happens to be like green, like from head to toe to hair to his horse. Poor his skin, yeah. his horse is even green. But he otherwise he's like a really finely turned out, like fabulously wealthy like nobleman. So I think. Mm the design in the movie of him like really echoing like the pagan green man and like the horns kind of echoing like Kernunos and you know the horn god I really liked how pagan they got with his design in the movie I thought that was really cool that was part of what made me also apply the like death and like accepting death Mm -hmm. kind of on top of this and especially because of like pretty Vikander version uh, her like her speech her speech about yeah. green and returning to the earth and she spoke it with such vitriol that she like hates death and hates decay you know mm-hmm. so I thought that was really interesting like yeah especially that was the only scene that took me out of the movie because I could like feel her acting the acting was a little <laughs> yeah, I could yeah, feel yeah, her trying her, her delivery on yeah. it was a little you'll, you'll get you'll yeah. get one of those with David Lowry yeah. in like every movie I, I think it really? was like I think it was. It, yeah, I agree. Like, that took me out of the movie. Because like, she's a better like, actor than that. It yeah. felt too like a play. It yeah. felt yeah. very much like this is the moment where I'm doing a monologue. Right, And right, And right, very right. much like the the tone of it just got, like, way too weird, way too fast. Yeah. Like, it didn't. And I think everything else in the movie was so um, more subtle and kind of natural in ways. Mm-hmm. Like, when she, like, went her, in yeah. on this, mm-hmm. we're like... Her, oh, even her even yeah. her even her speech patterns got very like mm-hmm. yeah. theatrical yeah. yeah 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 it was very weird which I I kind of I I guess I I rolled with it but I was yeah, like, I guess yeah, I guess it, it took was me out of a little bit but yeah I was like why though <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah. was that was one of the few moments that like it actually took me out of it a little bit I was like oh okay they're doing a thing here like yeah. capital A capital T like okay <laughs> yeah a thing yeah totally, totally. um. Okay, we're at a crossroads because usually we aim for like an hour, hour and a half. And we haven't even gotten into the indies half of (laughs) this episode. Let's pick it up. So, uh, yeah, we can either rock it through it. Um, Let's try it. So the second half of the episode was I wanted to ask people's you doing all right on time? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I was like, I was just looking. I was like, really? Have we talked for (laughs) hour and 12 minutes so far? Um, I think we started four minutes into that. Uh, yeah, so I asked about people's favorite indies, nice. um, just kind of as a broad thing. And a lot of people actually brought this up. They were like, fuck you. What does indie mean? Yeah, like, like, all... you know, like that's what everyone was saying. Yeah. It's like, I know. I know I did that on purpose just to see what would happen. Then you have like the <laughs> so, majors and you have like the major minor studios. Right. And like, you have yeah. the searchlight. It's so like, blurred. Blah, blah, blah. It's so blurred now. But basically like lame answer, whatever you feel in your heart okay as an indie cool i would say anything like for me like it's like anything not from like the main the big five not from disney warner brothers universal paramount sony like the main studios not even like sony screen gems or like yeah yeah. and like i get that yeah like anything else is pretty much fair game like the fifth element one of the most expensive independently funded yeah. movies of all time. Also look at who's like doing it. Like if it's someone established. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're not really indie. Yeah. You know? Like Bong Joon Ho, who's funded by whoever, yeah. it's gonna feel like an indie yeah. no matter what. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like fucking Paramount could be paying for it and it's yeah. still gonna, you know. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Happy Gaming. I just asked what their favorites were. So Happy Gaming actually brought up Parasite, uh, Whiplash, The Wrestler, Chef. Whiplash. Whiplash is too intense. Ten out of ten. I also just want to punch Miles Teller in the face oh. really hard. He's got a punchable him. face. He really does. Oh, yeah. Love it. That movie is very stressful, mm-hmm. especially having gone to a conservatory myself. I was like, it's, it's, no, I'm not an anxious person. It's very anxiety inducing. It was like yeah. watching Uncut Gems for me. God, really glad that I hate the most that movie. Stressful movie ever really made. glad I watched it. Yeah. We'll never watch it again. Holy it was like shit. having a low grade like I mean, those panic guys, attack for two hours. That's yeah. like <laughs> they traffic in that. Yeah, hundred percent. Those guys, but um, hundred. God, Uncut Gems. It's just like make a good choice. What if? Wow, what if you just rude. make a good choice? Though? I remember sitting there and I had two of my like fellow critics and friends sitting on either side of me and. Like there, it got to a point in the movie where you could see him like path A. It was like a cartoon, like path yeah, yeah. A, bright light, path B, like knives and darkness. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna path B, and like all of us, all three of us, at the same like, ah, like just that groan. Was me, dude. You could I see was, him making the wrong choices. I was just like, God, oh. it, it got to the point. Those are the kinds. I was of like, movies. I already have friends like this. I don't need to yeah. watch this in a movie. Like, <laughs> well, it's like I mean, and like we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, I have difficulty with narratives about people who are destroying themselves. Yeah, because yeah. I like you in this movie, not being able to find sympathy with going. Yes, I can't find sympathy with this guy. Yes, yeah, and I'm like, just fucking die then. Yeah. I don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah, like, a, you're not I, a real that's person. That's why at the end I was so over it. I was like, okay, you want to die? Cut, cut your head off. I'm leaving the theater. Bye. I, I'm like, like I'm that's like how with I am you. with uncut gems. I have yeah. a hard time yeah. with that. Nancy, because I'm, I'm like, like at a certain fucking point, die, please. I'm like, at a certain point, go to fucking therapy. Right. Like, grow up, go to therapy, <laughs> yeah. or like, you know what? I like, if you were my friend at this point, I'd be like, I can't help you anymore. Yeah. I'm cutting out of my life. You're toxic. Like, and like, <laughs> disclaimer obviously, with real human beings struggling with addiction, I feel yeah. differently. Like, yeah, I want to help real people. <laughs> but entertainment. A fictional film. goddamn character. But he wasn't, even, he wasn't even an addict. He was just <laughs> I think he was a gambling addict. He was addicted to the gambling. But he's a fucking idiot. I don't think he was an addict. I I think he, he his addiction rush. was to his uh, the wrong image he held of himself because he mm. saw himself as this like player like yeah. you're like you're not a player yeah. you're a moron yeah. like yeah. you're just a loser yeah. wanted to be a legitimate businessman but yeah. he was not yeah, yeah. try yeah. being legitimate first yeah God. or therapy Good again movie. just go to therapy go to therapy <laughs> everyone <laughs> go, to, go to therapy betterhelp.com slash easy allies one of my favorite tropes in video games and movies though is hammering a jewel case to rob it oh sure one of my with the butt of a shotgun too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah love that yeah. uh happy gaming also brings up mary and max oh yeah i, I saw chef recently mm-hmm. for the first time chef's i good. fucking loved that chef's you watch really the show now too i haven't watched the show yeah. chef's really good i've been a long time fan of john favreau what a liked, multi-talented dude. Yeah, I liked the Big is. Empty as a teen, as a little nihilistic Swingers. teen. Swingers? Yeah. I mean, like, but I think that's what a lot of people forget is, like, John Favreau's been acting been for around. ages. So when he yeah. suddenly became, because, yeah. like, there's a whole generation that just knows him as, like, the Marvel and the Disney director. director. And I'm like, yeah, he had, like, a whole acting career <laughs> yeah. before he did Mandalorian's this. Mandalorian's great, though. Yeah. But, yeah, he was an actor first. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring up Nightcrawler, which I didn't like. Ten out of ten. Love I don't know if I watched well. like a I think we got like a torrent or something. I, I don't think know. It's another one of those movies that I'm like I'm glad I watched it. I don't know that I'm like eager to watch it again. But Jake Gyllenhaal Hall is great in it. But he's What like, are you doing with Jake Gyllenhaal? This is Nightcrawler. Yeah. That's why I'm obsessed because it gave me this. I'll never forget this because of Nightcrawler. It's a vibe. It's a mood. Nightcrawler is a vibe he's and a mood. He's been doing that face for years. But Jake Gyllenhaal 
Now you want to see a good Jake Gyllenhaal watch Enemy. That's a good Jakey Blue Eyes. <laughs> Jake, Enemy's better. I once saw on I once saw a Enemy's meme great. or like a tweet or a meme where somebody was basically like they were looking at an interview of him and they were like the 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 uh, actor alignment it was like Jake Gyllenhaal's like chaotic evil he really is. Robert Pattinson's chaotic neutral and Daniel Radcliffe is like chaotic good or yeah. something like that. And yeah. I was like, I was like yeah. that makes perfect oh, sense. That's a, that I was makes like, perfect sense. Perfect. I was like, nailed it. Perfect. Yeah, nailed Wouldn't it. change a thing. Like that nailed is 100% it. like absolutely Jake Gyllenhaal chaotic evil. Yeah. So chaotic Robert evil. Pattinson. Animal. True yep. chaotic neutral. Like, Robert Pattinson neutral. is great. I love Robert Pattinson. Cosmopolis. I didn't like that one. You didn't like that one? One of Cronenberg's weakest. Come on. <laughs> Bottom half. <laughs> His weakest is that dumb one with what's her name and just having sex with therapists. Dangerous. What was it? You know what I'm talking about? What's her name from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Uh, a dangerous proposal a dangerous method no, a dangerous method, method. yeah i was like dangerous yeah that bottom, movie sucked that's in the bottom half i was well. like liaison's no wrong one yeah i liked cosmopolis it's in the middle i don't know don delilo it's it's good writing it's definitely in the middle it's in the middle slash towards the bottom half <laughs> i can name Fair, 10 sure. better Five, well yeah easily better. dead ringers yep naked lunch yeah the brood Scanners, The Fly. Oh, nice. The Sorry. Fly is the best. I'm reading so through, many. I'm still reading through the... Uh, Eastern Promises. <laughs> History of Violence. Attack the Block. Nice. So Attack the many. Block is great. The Nightcrawler. Yeah, Tyler Travis brings up uh, Nightcrawler and Primer. Primer. Love Primer. I love Upstream Color. Here's Though, a, here's like, a, here's who, a question. who's to say what, if Shane Carruth is chill as a dude? I don't know. I got a really good question. It dates back to our last episode. <laughs> All is, the way back. Does to Fear my... Street count? Because it had Netflix, As indies? yeah. Because it had Netflix backing for three movies. I loved Fear Street. It was good, but fun. it was also it felt like super indie. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can include Netflix. streamers and in like indies. the indie. Yeah. Honestly, like labels I don't even that. matter anymore. Like we're so past labels. It's twenty twenty. We sort of are though. I mean, yeah. but that's the thing. Like literally, like I, yeah. the other day, I was I was literally having a conversation with another editor because I was like, I literally don't know how the fuck to categorize like yeah. movies. Like, is this a reboot? A sequel? A reboot? Cool. A remake? A reimagining? A restart? <laughs> a a spiritual sequel? A spiritual successor? A reboot? Cool. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh no, this is just the thing that Hollywood's been doing with everything, where it's a soft reboot. Soft reboot. It's like yeah. well, they're calling it a Classic. sequel, but it's really like. But let's be honest, but it's a reboot. Yeah. But you're too scared to just reboot it hardcore because you know fans are insane. So yeah. you're bringing over really some of the original. You're yeah. bringing over some of the original cast to pass the torch. But really, the movie is like a reboot. So just call it a fucking reboot. Just call it a reboot. Like, yeah. So just call it a reboot. <sighs> anyway, yes, but I feel like there's just not really, like, there's just it's really hard to like label things and we're especially mm-hmm. streaming. Cause yeah. yeah, it's like, there's, yeah. there are like whole categories of things on yeah. streaming. Like we don't even have words for it. Yeah. I mean, Netflix, like, the way Netflix so... names categories is yeah. bonkers. Yeah. Like it felt indie, but it's freaking but, like, Netflix. Things like, like where they're like, this movie was success. I'm like, how do we even know what's success in like a current pandemic world? Like some honestly... release day and date, like they don't even release their numbers on yeah. streaming right. platforms. Like we literally have no like, I honestly for think it, they, like, just decide, they just decide, they just tell, they just, decide if something is they're just like yeah let's say that one's a success because then we can leverage we're gonna the next cherry we pick want. this piece of data right and right. then uh you know because it's blah, like blah. are you counting 
plays? Are you counting exactly. watches? Or when or they're like, counting... this it's many the million that people streamed yeah. this weekend. Okay, but did they watch it the whole way through? Right. How many subscriptions did you get did off it this? Did it auto how play subs- How many unique menu? subscriptions did you get off of this? Right. How many times did they watch it again? Did they pay for it? So it's yeah. just like, I stay away from the whole like argument of like, this movie's success or failure. And I'm like, we don't yeah. we don't it's know. It's like the, the Black Widow lawsuit where it's like, okay, like should they like have been giving her a cut of the $30 from the take home as part of the ticket sales. Like would that have satiated her box office? For her to get to that point that it was at after all that time in Marvel, they fucked her for it to have gotten to that. She didn't want to, she didn't want to, do she that. didn't want to go. Yeah. No. The fact that it got all the way there and that it yeah. is going down yeah. like They were estimating crazy. something like she lost anywhere from like 30 to 50 million dollars. That's yeah. not nothing. Yeah. That's walking around money. Which I mean, right that's there. the thing people are like she already made this like Think about how much Disney's I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm like they signed a contract with her and she still got screwed. You know, yeah. like that's yeah. Yeah. anyway. And they're the ones yeah. making the money. Like yeah. how are people okay with that? What? Yeah. Especially when you read about like Genie Plus or whatever the new Disney Fast Pass thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like my man Damn, you guys. I'm going through a midlife crisis all of a sudden. There's just too much content. I think that's just called burnout. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that's a crisis. I think that's just burnout. I've just (laughs) never felt like there's so much that it's like devaluing everything. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the other day. Like, I really miss because everything is on demand now, and we can like. I feel like watching this. I'm gonna watch this. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. going. Because I'm old, kids. Um, how do you do, like fellow kids? Um, I <laughs> <laughs> we might be all about the same. Yeah, age, shit. Uh, I remember going to like the video store, and it was such a treat. Like on oh, Fridays, yeah. my mom oh, would my take God. us on yeah, it's Fridays. Yeah, that like treatness of it. Yeah. Even like uh, weekly used TV spend... used to be a treat, and now oh, it's yeah. now it's binging. All the like treatness. There are of very it. few. I I feel yeah. like the last. I feel like the Marvel shows do this a little bit. Prestige um, Television, I think, is still alive on Disney like, Plus and HBO. Yeah, they, they did a little bit. Like, Mare of Easttown did a little bit. But I yeah. feel like the, tr- the last true, like, water cooler show yes. was Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and then the Ugh. last season, we just all came together because we hate, all hated it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that was great. Like, that was a great time. It was like, I Sunday night, time to log in the Twitter and see how people yeah. are dragging the hell out of, like, these two morons turn, that are piloting like, the show to the ground. God. They're <laughs> so bad. Like, and it's so obvious. <laughs> Let's not go down this road. <laughs> no. Right. Look at their IMDb credits. They right. had shit before that they show. They I don't know how they got that show in the one fucking of them wrote, first place. They one of them wrote Troy. They literally admitted they had no idea. Like, Great. How they, they had no idea. Troy. Troy. Okay, Sage Mode Q. Sage Mode Q. There was not a praise nor a condemnation. Lost in translation. Sad Bill Murray, another renaissance, like Mm -hmm. uh, Nicolas Cage. Sad Bill Murray. I love Sad Bill Murray. Also, yes, Attack the Block is so good. Good one. I'm really glad to see that they are uh, reteaming. Smart. Who's reteaming? Get that. Uh, uh, John Boyega and um, uh, Joe Cornish. Oh, the Attack the Block director? Yeah. That's going to be sick. Yeah. yeah, I really like John Boyega, and I hope he doesn't get, like, eaten up or something. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Detroit. Detroit. Catherine Bigelow. I um, actually like that movie more than people seem to. I never saw it. It's a tough watch. I really didn't it's like uh, her locker. 
it's uh, it soured her me on mm. what's 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 his name um he's a will poulter is another one that you know and he's mm-hmm. in a movie he's just gonna be an ass yep. like you just know bandersnatch he's, be, he's terrible in that movie Son oh he's bitch. the he's the like developer guy in bandersnatch yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. anytime you yeah. see that guy you're like yeah. all right here we go yep you're like I'm gonna hate him and I'm gonna love every second of it, but I'm gonna hate him. Yeah. Like, I kind of liked him in Bandersnatch for that him. reason. I love him and I of, hate him. They leveraged that yeah. in Bandersnatch. Um, Colt Smith brings up Tragedy Girls, which is a fantastic nice. little horror film from Fangoria, which I've never heard of. The Hallow. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's These good? are a lot of like indie horror. Though. Yeah, Irish good, horror. Good choices, Colt Smith. Um, These are all really grabbers. Good. Is hilarious. Yeah. The Witch is an emotional. I love Double the Witch. V's. Double V's. Double V's. The Witch. Love to live deliciously. Oh yeah, uh, I love the Witch so much. Yeah. Brick also another Brick. one of my faves. Yeah. In Bruges, dude, I love In Bruges. I quote that movie all the time to myself. In Bruges. Oh yeah, I love In Bruges. Literally three days ago, I was carrying one of my cats around, quoting her. <laughs> she wasn't impressed at all. Uh, but I was. It was yeah. A couple of lines I can't repeat because they're slightly offensive. Really uh, but. Uh, it, in Bruges her. is like one of those movies where it's like, why is this movie so cozy? It's like really depressing kind of, but it the just scene, makes me I'll feel you what, warm. Like, the scene, I used to do a column back in the day where I basically broke, I put, I took like different actors and actresses and broke down like five scenes from their career that showed why they were like amazing at what they do. Mm. And I picked the scene from, for Colin Farrell, I picked the scene from In Bruges where he's going to kill himself and he's telling the story and he's like, sobbing but then he like turns it like turns on a dime from like he's like fine and then he starts like sobbing and it's like not the like dramatic like it's so natural and it's such a like there's so many different moods in that one scene i'm just like damn i was like he's so good i love colin farrell like i I, feel like he's underappreciated colin farrell is a dude i will always root for like he hardcore got cast as like the handsome charming leading guy where he's very much almost like Brad Pitt where it's like he's not that guy he mm-hmm. has that face but he's like a character actor yeah. bring back like, weird Brad Pitt please like he's like a character actor through yeah. and through yeah. Booth. Um, Jorgen Moore brings up the Blair Witch uh, project oh that's one of my favorite indies ever is a favorite because it really scared up. the hell out of me as a child sorry Isla but I'm gonna pull a Tokyo Slim and just list a bunch of movies <laughs> sure I love it Lock, a ghost story, Lock, green room. Lock I have to cool. say, Lock is one of that. That's a movie you want to talk about, like an actor. We're like, damn, yeah. this dude's that's good. That's Tom Hardy just driving in a car, that talking on a yeah. phone to himself. So I'm like, and I was. I've riveted. heard it's actually good. It's I was really riveted, good. and I was, yeah. and it's all because of Tom Hardy. Ripping. Yeah. I need to see it. I it's literally. Seen. I'm not joking. It's literally Tom Hardy in a car talking to different people on the phone. Yeah. That's it. That's There's the like movie. maybe one or two scenes where he's not like in the car, yeah. and I was like, I was riveted. It's a good one. So good. Yeah, yeah, I need to see it. I haven't seen a ghost story. I love Green Room. Good mm-hmm. one. I really like Under the Silver Lake, Blech. too. You didn't like it? Yes. Let's talk about it. Do we have to? We don't have to. Mm. I just... thought it was... I thought it took an interesting swing at showing how, like, shitty Hollywood is at using women while doing the thing it's criticizing. Maybe because I, I live here. You know, <laughs> maybe yeah, we all yeah. live here, and yeah. I'm like, I, like, write about... The, I'm like, ugh. Like, I hate when Hollywood tries to, like, write about itself, but also doesn't, like, yeah. real smarmy. Like, That's why I didn't like Aren't line. we so smart? I hated Lawrence. Kind of yeah. way. I love Law. I don't like when Hollywood is, like, patting itself on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I like that because that's more, I think, I feel like that's an homage, like, an homage to, like, the best of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I think I don't dislike it when, like, Hollywood tries to get, like, real intellectual with itself. I'm like, oh, go screw yourself. You're not that smart. <laughs> I liked Under the Silver Lake because, like, the main character doesn't realize he sucks. Like, I don't know. I liked that about him. 
Um, La La Land, I saw at a SAG after screening <sighs> with my friend, which made it so funny because uh, Emma Stone was like there mm-hmm. and people were asking her their stupid navel gazy bullshit questions where they talk for three hours before saying anything. And I was just like, this is so funny after yeah. watching La La Light. Oh, man. Uh, the Invitation, that was Q&As a fun one. Q&As are the worst. Q&As sucked. Blue Ruin, also great. I like Blue yeah. Um, I liked Green Room better. Uh, get Out, Jojo Rabbit, Ex Machina. It's weird because, like, so the, this is where we start to get into the category of, like... Right. Like, is it's Get Out, post, Jojo yeah, Rabbit? Post-Marvel, like, uh, Watiti? Like, it's an indie, but... No. Like, this, I think it counts. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. I love yeah. both these movies, Get Out and Jojo oh, Rabbit. Oh, Get Out's But amazing. it's, like... I can't breathe yeah. unless you tell me to, which I haven't heard of. I don't. That was the only one on this list I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see a ghost story now. I'm. I'm Fourteen million dollars budget. Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Yeah, that's. Oh, it wasn't a lot. Small. It wasn't a lot. I feel like almost though that like there are certain indies like technically they're indies, but because of the star power attached yeah. and like the marketing attached, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't. Like, yeah, for me, like a true indie, like in my day, much. indies had a $5 for their marketing yeah, budget, right. and you only heard about it from yeah. word of mouth. Robert like, Rodriguez shot it for yeah. three sticks of gum. Yeah. And he did a guerrilla marketing campaign, and yeah. it was all yeah. got better with word yeah. of mouth. It wasn't like Disney was like, Jojo Rabbit, Oscar contender, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's like... This will win an Oscar. Technically, like, yeah. I guess it's, you know, an indie, but yeah. is it really, though? Jason Wojnar, I... Think Zach Wojnar's brother? Maybe I was like, that has to be. That, that's not Who's a common to say, last Is name. that true? I don't know. Maybe um, they it's say true now. The Evil Dead trilogy is up there for me. Mad Max also for sure. The music never stopped. Is also an incredible indie drama. Few people ever talk about. I dare you to watch that one without crying like a baby. Challenge accepted. Also, Billy Jack I deserves a special cry. mention. Writer, director, and star Tom Laughlin maybe mm-hmm. uh, actually Laughlin. handled uh, the distribution himself. His efforts caused it to be a massive success and phenomenon among the youth of the mm-hmm. early 70s. I think your brother actually talked about that, that too. Yes, oh, Billy Jack. Jack. I was like, yeah. Um, Billy Jack. Mikey Moe brings up Rocky. Rocky. All-time favorite. Yeah. Um, there's an interesting story here. On top of everything, there's mm-hmm. also some... They wrote a lot more, but I, I this is the part I'm going to read. On top of everything, there are so many meta-narratives going on. Stallone mortgaged his house as collateral for funding and... Tr- uh, trust from fun, uh, United Artists. Cinematographer Garrett Brown invented the Steadicam and actually tested it running up and down the iconic art gallery steps with his wife. That type of shot was then co-opted to appear in the montage sequence where Rocky runs up the steps himself. Likewise, Stallone and Carl Weathers trained for the fight uh, for months, hoping that it'll pay off on cameras the most realistic fight scene in history. Nothing like that had ever been done. They weren't really necessarily paid for that choreography. They just believed in the vision. Mm-hmm. Similar to Princess Bride, where they just like wanted it to be the greatest sword fight since the Errol Flynn days. Mm-hmm. Love the Rocky Cinematic Universe. Rocky's unreal. Great, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Tokyo Slam patron scene of Easy Ally, or uh, whatever the show is called. Uh, I could list thousands of movies here, theoretically, yeah. depending on your definition of indie films. Films produced outside the major three yeah, slash see. five Hollywood Tokyo studios. Slim's still calling calling Parasite indie. Although, would you see now? I'm at the point where I'm like, do we still consider A24 indie? No, indie plus. Because like, like there was the, Devolver that's doesn't what, feel like no, no, no. Indie no but here's the thing. No, that's what there's, I'm saying. There's, there was the, there's Fox the majors. Light. There's the majors there's, and there's the mini yeah. majors, yeah. right? Which is like A24. There is a word like, for those. Um, United Artists, MGM. Uh, uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, I feel like there was a term for these. Art, like not art house, million. but like, you know, like the little like 
boutique studios boutique like Fox studio. Stur- yeah. Searchlight and Searchlight, shit. Searchlight, yeah. Um, <laughs> I call those our gun for our Oscar, baby. Yeah, like those yeah. are those yeah. are to give our prestige to our big tentpole arm, which right. is, makes the money for us to make these movies. Parasite, yeah, yeah. Um, but Tokyo List, Parasite, Cold War, Blind Spot, Blind Spotting, so good. I haven't seen it yet. I need it's to. It's really see. good. Oh, and Short Term Twelve. Embrace the Good Short Term Twelve is a good one. Florida Project and Embrace the Service. Also Skeleton from the director of uh, Shang Chi. Oh, really? It's breakup movie. Mm-hmm. The Endless. Uh, the Endless is great. Short Term Twelve is a really important movie for like current Hollywood. I feel like a lot what of is? people. Short There are a lot of like oh, yeah. younger actors that like, got people a broke start. the Brie hell Larson, out of that right? movie. Like, yep. Yeah. Lakey Sanfield, I think, is in Short Term Twelve. Yeah, as well. he is. Yeah. Brie, yeah. Uh, Brie Larson. Like that is a snapshot for current Hollywood. A Short Term Twelve. I always think of that as like. It's a the, touching movie. It's a yeah, sad movie. It's mm. good. Um, Conrad C., whose name I can never say. Kronzio? It's all Swedish. Right, all right, all right. Days and Confused. <laughs> Favorite movie of all time, so I have to go with that. But The Terminator deserves a mention for obvious reasons. And I also want to shout out Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. Nice. Yeah, that right. was a bold choice. Yeah. 90s jump with Forrest Whitaker as a misplaced but very badass assassin. Uh, killer soundtrack by Riza. I love Jarmusch's like love affair with Riza and Jizza. I um, loved Only Lovers Left or Alive. We're talking about Jarmusch. Oh, I, I loved I Only love, Lovers I love Left or Alive, and I was really hoping that I would really love The Dead Don't Die. The Dead Don't Die and is I hated trash. It. I hated it. I love Jarmusch. I hated and the Dead it. Don't I was like, Die how do you have this movie. cast? Yeah. And then you have this movie, and you're doing this coming off of Only Lovers Left Alive, which is brilliant. Like, yeah. you're a mystery to me. Dude, Jarmusch is a nutcase. Also, like, I got to see his hair in person. I got oh, to talk to him in person. Very I, cool. I saw Only Lovers Left Alive the, at the Berlin premiere, and then after, we all got bussed to this little club in, like, Berlin. <laughs> a Berlin all club. all of the uh, bands from the soundtrack played, and, like, Squirrel? Jim Jarmusch was there. Yeah. It was a really weird night, but it was, like, very much a night. I was like, this is weird, but I also extremely just, like, movie, typical <clears throat> Berlin. My girlfriend like, and I did, for Halloween a few years ago, we did the... I was Tilda and she was nice. Tom Hiddleston and we like recreated the poster where his head's on her shoulder. Apparently like, if you put Tom Hiddleston in a black wig, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Is he broody? Oh, good. Yeah. Is he in a black wig? I'm in. Um, they Nobody also... said Kronos. I'm offended. Yeah. Well, we Super still offended. Have, we we might get there, but it's yeah. not no. in there. Spoilers. No. Conrad also mentioned Pi and Cube, which takes which takes them mm-hmm. back to their late teens and me back to the late teens because like that's me. Yeah. I was just watching all that shit. They're yeah. redoing it. Cube. They're redoing Cube. Yep. Redoing it. I met that Add director. It to the list. What's his name? Natali. No, I can't remember his name, but I met him one day. Vincenzo Natali. Yes. Did Cube? He did. Yeah, I think so. Nice. Hannibal episodes, a lot of good Hannibal yeah, episodes. Yeah, 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 Splice, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he did too. I never saw Splice, but I hear they like bang the monster. It's a weird one. Yo, that <laughs> fuck! I do not want to see it. The pig movie, the sheep movie, sheep. Oh, With lamb, lamb. I'm like, just run through all the animals. Yeah, the cow, pig, goat, sheep, lamb, goat, chicken, frick. <laughs> uh, that. What is lamb? I don't it know takes thing. so much to disturb me. I have a strong stomach and a high tolerance. There's I a have lot been... of movies and TV shows lately with like half human, half animal people. It looks so disturbing. It's a it's a kid with a lamb's head. Oh, but like, how did that come to be? But kind of uh, horror, but kind of fantasy. It's it huh. looks disturbing. Is it based on that book? There's a book called Everything's Lamb. Everything's based on a book. Whatever. Honestly. If you look, if you look deep enough, like eighty percent. 
Zach Wagner also shouts out Billy Jack, a low-budget hippie action movie about a half-Native American ex-Green Beret, Billy yeah. Jack, just a person who protects children and other living things. Sounds great. Budget was 800000 but allegedly the director blew all that on the opening credit sequence. All right, Zach. We can we can hash this out on Slack tomorrow. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want a really sh- surprisingly good movie for like a shoestring budget, uh-huh. The Headhunter came out a couple years ago. It's like horror fantasy. Not Headhunters. The Headhunter. Okay, Headhunters is great. Yeah, it's The Headhunter. Okay. Uh, three words. Thirty thousand dollar budget. Nice. Ooh. It's basically almost like a like. Skyrim or like Dragon Age like side quest but like hmm. a lot of monster killing hmm. from this is what this is what mostly blew my mind uh from the director of Thanks Killing oh. yes the horror movie where the, the turkey, turkey murders people <laughs> no and I was like way. yes and he made this like amazing like dark fantasy horror like movie for $30,000 The Headhunters Headhunter The Headhunter singular, singular. yeah three words yes not the Nikolai Castor Waldau master. Love that movie. Do no. love that movie. But if you want like to see like some really creative filmmaking for like like a shoe shoe string budget, The Headhunter is really interesting to watch. Dope. Just in the sense that you're like, man, like if you know the budget and you're watching it yeah. the whole time, you're like, how did they do that? Head. I wonder how they did this. Dude, there's some of that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, like what? I love that stuff. Um That's fun. But yeah, we talked earlier about how Tom Loglin Log Lachlan. Lachlan Personally supervised the re-release using television advertising and launching the film in a ton of markets at the same time, effectively inventing the blockbuster movie all in the service of his indie passion project. The movie isn't seen as indie since it's a martial arts vigilante story about a badass spiritual cowboy protecting hippie kids from bigots, but it's 100% the movie that Tom set out to make, and that's indie to me. Love that. I'm going to skip who's your favorite indie maker because who gives a shit? Um, (laughs) Anything else? Huh? I'm adding two movies that because <sighs> I did not see them on this list, and I feel like oh, a lot of my your audience seems like here. they're very like finger on the well pulse. read, yeah, like or well watched, yeah. Uh, movie people, two like very very indies from first time filmmakers uh, or like very like early filmmakers uh, that I watched, you know, in the past couple of years. Like I think about them all the time. One is uh, the Vast of Night. I loved that. Which is... Yeah, I love like, that. I annoyed the shit out of my friends because I watched it at Fantastic Fest like yeah. way before it was released on Amazon Prime. So I saw it like seven, eight, nine months before it oh, was wow, released yeah. last year on Amazon Prime. I was telling everybody about the movie. I'm like, there's this tracking shot and like it's the first it's time great. I'm like, it's amazing. Like the <laughs> actors are great. And like I interviewed them both and like, and they're like, okay, we get it. The dialogue is so fun. Um, but... That movie is basically like a throwback, a like old school sci-fi, like built around like the the trappings of like it's almost like a Twilight Zone kind yeah, it of. It feels like a fifties yeah. Twilight Zone, yeah. But it's, it's great. Yeah, but I there are so oh, many amazing, it. like the cinematography is amazing, and the acting from the two main actors, like the especially uh, Jake Horowitz, the mm-hmm. guy because he plays a radio DJ, mm-hmm. and he has that like mid-century like nineteen fifties like that real yeah, rapid fire yeah, like cadence yeah. like deep radio transatlantic like, like damn like mid-Atlantic he's, whatever it's yeah called. he's Love it's that. so good um, and it's like genuinely creepy like the way it builds it's a great movie uh, so that oh, one and then another one that I that I love that I think about all the time that will. It's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever watched, and I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it again because it ripped my heart out. Um, was uh, uh, Issa Lopez, uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. 
Mm. It's a it's a Mexican. Ten out of ten. Watched it last Halloween. Thank you. Yeah. Have you watched it again? I cannot. I just watched it once. I just watched it once. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm so glad I watched this, but yeah. I I can never. It is. Yeah, I was hyping that one up last it's year. It's a movie. Uh, it's not her first movie, but it's like her breakout movie, uh, set in Mexico City, and it's about. It tells the story of like the like orphans of Mexico City who've been orphaned but orphaned by like the drug war of like the oh, cartels. Okay. And they form this little like street gang, and they you know to try to survive. Um, and it's this dark fantasy because like the main protagonist is this little girl, and she's trying to find her mom. And um, she has this little like this the little boy in the group has like a little tiger stuffed animal, and so it becomes their like mantra that like we're tigers, and tigers are not afraid. And so it's like this weird like dark fantasy. But holy God, I like have not sobbed. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh. so hard in a movie. Really, just the premise sounds really intense. Yeah. But it's but it's so well done. Like it's one of those movies where I'm like I don't I wouldn't change like anything about this movie. So those are the two movies that if I can look at a movie and be like I don't think I'd change a thing about this movie. Like oh, wow, yeah. I don't think I would. Like those are two movies in the last few years that really um uh like yeah, these are like near perfect like either like fr- like beginner or like debut or like sophomore movies to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, someone brought up the invitation, which reminds me of <clears> coherence <throat> has a similar mm-hmm. vibe, like coherence. It's a fun little movie. Uh, obviously like Soderbergh isn't an indie darling anymore, but he was in the beginning, but uh, mm-hmm. the limey is like one of my faves. Yeah. I really like that. And then like is unsane an indie movie, even though it's I Soderbergh mean, filming on his farm. Soderbergh like, <laughs> I don't know. He retired from movies and then yeah, kept like, making movies. Like he's like Stephen he King retiring from writing. Yeah. So he's like, I'm retiring. You're like, you retired like three times. Yeah, and you just kept churning out like a novel so, every. He's like, why do they do yeah. that? It's so because uh, I don't know. Maybe less yeah. people are looking at just him to take when what they pressure off. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? that maybe like they just feel kind of burned out for a while and then. Yeah. Well, Soderbergh like, wanted to like camera op TV after like he yeah. shot all of the Nick or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, who yeah. are you, dude? Yeah. Um, but also Caché by Haneke. Michael Haneke. <laughs> movie's fucking crazy. No one said Kronos, and it's one of my favorite Guillermo movies of all time. It's yeah. so I still good. haven't seen it. I Don't see it. get it spoiled because it's not. It, it's it's a twist on something, what and it's so cool. What is this? Because it's so Guillermo, and it's so cool. And Do we associate this with Guillermo? Is this like a traditionally like... This is the sign for Guillermo. You mentioned The Invitation, which immediately made me think of The Guest... I love the which is I love the Isla's favorite actor of all time is Dan Stevens. Well, it's my sister's favorite like, actor. Like I all literally, time, but I love Dan Stevens. I was like, all right, Dan Stevens, like another like like generically attractive blonde guy, like whatever. And then I was like, watch the guest. I'm like, all right, He's like bonkers. I get it, like I'm in, like I'm. The in guest Dan is Stevens. so interesting because the first time I watched it, right, I was like. What fucking tone are we going yeah, for? Yeah, I'm like, is this, is a, this black a comedy? comedy? Yeah, like, like, is this a I horror? Watching? Is this a thriller? And then yeah. I actually, I watched the Red Letter Media review where they talk with the the writer director mm-hmm. or whatever writer maybe, and like, then I rewatched it and I was like, oh, this movie's genius! Like, this is amazing. The guest, dude. Yeah. Ugh. My dad loves the guest. The guest I always is love when movies tight. like you go and think it's gonna be one thing, and then you're like, I don't know if this movie's working for me because I'm not yeah. quite like is it that this movie doesn't know what it wants to be or is it that I went in with preconceived notions I don't about know what, what I thought it was yeah. going to be and now I'm tripped up and then I'm like and if you can like let go of that mm-hmm. and you're like okay I'm on board with what you're doing like I see like I we're on the same wavelength now like now I get you um, uh, yeah 
to wrap up real quick, I'll take a few of these. I like to put these in because I think that our viewers come up with funny, fun questions. Um, anything else you'd like us to discuss? Happy Gaming says, we hear about Hollywood taking indie films and remaking them all the time, but what are some Hollywood movies that you think would benefit from an indie remake <laughs> and how do you think they'd change? So like taking something with a massive, huge budget and then redoing I mean, it for like $1 million. We kind of talked about the green knight like the green knight is a blueprint for how to do arthurian legend in hollywood because hollywood the last few like arthurian legend movies they've tried to do have bombed because guy (laughs) ritchie i knew that trigger her (laughs) (laughs) guy ritchie yeah uh you know actually (laughs) i was i was i think the thing about i didn't hate the movie it frustrated me because there were so many good pieces like i almost would rather like i'd almost rather rather like which one which the movie? Guy, King, King Arthur. Arthur. Oh, the, the King Archie Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah, almost yeah. rather walk out of a movie like hating it than walking out being frustrated. Is that the Kira Knightley see, one? No. Like, no. The Kira Knightley one where they Charlie, made her boots bigger on the fucking No, that was um, that was King Arthur, uh, but I actually liked that one. There's I, a I just remember cut, the poster. Right? Yeah. King Arthur has the director's and cut. And the ice? Yeah. Did yeah, they yeah, end yeah. up on like a lake, a frozen lake? Um, I saw that one a long time. But that, yeah, Legend of the Sword was just frustrating because you could you could see all the studio meddling and you could see it was two different scripts smashed together. But there were some really good ideas, and I'm like, there's like the seeds of a really cool movie in here. Mm. I felt like that when I watched Man of Steel. I'm like, I can see or, or uh, Batman vs Superman. I can see the bones of a better like direct. Man so of many Steel movies sequel. lately, I've had that feeling. I'm like. I see what you want. They're all to the do. franchise starters, yeah. and yeah. that's the thing is that yeah. studios, because these movies yeah. are so expensive and they're yeah. so, um, they need to be, you know, all four quadrants, and so they mm-hmm. end up just watering them down to like this generic Lowest story. Yeah. When it's and then they try to like set up all these sequels before they've even told the story, which is one of the reasons why I really like Free Guy because it was always meant to be a standalone. Nice. Initially, so like For now. it tells a whole story. <laughs> well, they already greenlit the sequel. But like yeah, it tells did, a whole yeah. story. Like but if like, it if it never got a sequel, like it would be fine. That's how franchises are meant to start. Is but like you do the now. first one. Right. Purge. Now they do it yeah. with Purge. Now they do it with like the foregone conclusion, like this has to start a franchise. Mm-hmm. And then like fifty percent of it is like unfinished story. Because right. It's like all set it's up and you're trash. Like, can you just tell can you just like yeah. So Yeah, yeah uh, and I think that's another part of why I'm getting so frustrated because every single online article is about the sequel or the next season or the ending before the thing is even out. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be the week it's coming out and every article will be like, oh, the sequel, the ending explained or like, right, tell right, us about right. the next one. But and that's it's what like, people search me, for, which is frustrating. Want. Like, yeah, it, like yeah. we don't want to be writing these things. Like <laughs> I would love to be able to like do other stuff. But it's like, man, like people have just gotten into this like cycle of like yeah. nobody sits in the moment. Nobody. Yeah. It's something anymore. It's like they watch it, they consume it, and they're like, okay, next. on to the next. Yeah. It is insanity. So, watch, there's, a, there's a really good Veritasium video right now mm. about clickbait. That was really good. Also, we are bad at our jobs. Like, we should be doing Horrendous. things way differently. But um, anyway, uh, to answer your yeah, question, question, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, what? Yeah, what? Fast and the Furious for me. Ooh, yeah. Um, actually, like, I love the original. I love Tokyo Drift. I love the small scale street yeah. racing. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, like, I love like, that shit. I was like, there was an indie. It was called Point Break. Yeah. 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 But like, doing car chases with like no money. Yeah. Some of those are the best car chases mm-hmm. ever. Yep. Uh, th- see, I always feel like the best like movies from the 80s and 90s that Hollywood should be remaking aren't like the huge classics and blockbusters. They're the ones that were like either the culty ones or like mm. that just weren't very good mm. because like either the technology wasn't there mm. or like it was kind of like low budget. 
But so that's an interesting question. So I feel like the ones that would be best as indie movies would be the ones where it was maybe not a like Mortal Engines. Like there was so oh, much potential. Yeah. Engines. There was that movie so had such much potential. potential. That, that's another one that bummed my wife out because she read the book. She really liked the book. I enjoyed it. I yeah. saw it with my dad, so that gave it points. But like, yeah. mm-hmm. I was like, there's a cool movie in here. <sighs> yeah. that, I walked away from that so max. So like, there's so much potential. Like, there's yeah. such a cool world. Like, I like this world. So Ooh, that makes me think, like, all these Ridley Scott nightmares. <laughs> All of those need to go alien back to like Covenant, alien budget. Prometheus. Fuck Prometheus. Fuck alien. Oh. He has too much money, and there's too much like weird his like old man Christianity in it. Oh, and uh, the Hobbit. Let's make that indie. Sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that's another one, one I can movie. give a free pass though. And you were one talking about movie. you were talking about COVID free passes. Like the Hobbit production has a, has just Nightmare. a pass. Yeah. A yeah. free pass. If you see that picture of him, like, <laughs> yeah. just going, like, losing his mind, you're like, yeah. okay, I get yeah. what happened here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Fine. Yeah. What Alita a- Battle Angel also would have been a really interesting, like, $20 million movie. It, that, yeah, that was another one that was, like, better than I thought it was going to be. Cut Hugo out, and it's a great, it's a great movie. It's a sequel, please. I'm, I'm dying. I'm begging I don't think it, it did well enough. I know. It did okay, but it one didn't can do... Dream. One can hope. Yeah. It did okay, but not enough for, like, that budget because the yeah. technology yeah. required for that movie, like, boost that budget, like, crazy. Little flea. They haven't... Hollywood hasn't cracked the code on um, <clears throat> manga and anime yet. No. It's like... I feel like video games... What are you talking about? Ghost in the Shell live action was great. Anime and, like, <laughs> manga are, like, where superhero movies were, like, a couple decades ago. Yeah. They couldn't quite figure mm-hmm. out how to crack that code. But I am hopeful John that the uh, My Hero Academia live action movie coming up. They just uh, got a I hope they don't Shinsuke Sato uh, to direct it, mm. and well, he did. Um, he's done, like hero. He's done. Oh, okay. Kingdom. I thought I think, this exact same yeah. thing with Death Note. Because it's like, oh, Death Note. This is going to be it. This is going to be the anime one. It's the how can dr- you not? How can you screw this story? Yeah, up? and yeah, the and director heard it was awful. Yeah. What if they don't? What, the director is like a big horror director. I what was if like they stoked don't that he was doing botch it. Cowboy Bebop? Is that only possible? if they get Keanu? Like that rumor was. 20 no, years dude, ago. they're doing they, John they Cho is in it. John Cho. So John Cho is doing Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, which is done. Like, what? Principles over. Yeah. Who's doing Ki- Akira? Nobody. Oh, nobody. Well, no, I thought John Cho was no, doing that. No, no, no. That, there have no. been a thousand okay. Akira Taika's rumors. Taika's kind of still working okay, okay. on it. Taika, the Akira thing is... Knew there was, okay. yeah. So John Cho's doing Cowboy Bebop. What yes. they need to do is a berserk. That's that would awesome. be fucking crazy. Yo, Cowboy Bebop could be sick. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if it is? I'm hoping. Searching was great. I he's love not John directing Cho. it. He's in it. He's, he's just in it. He's so... He looks great. His hair looks perfect. He's... But that's why I have hope. I don't really necessarily love like My Hero Academia. It's a little bit too like young for me. I've never seen it. The they got like a Japanese director doing his English language debut who has directed multiple live action, very successful live action mm. versions of anime before. I'm like, that's this might be the no magic one. formula. If you can get a Japanese director who understands yeah. like how to translate that medium to the screen. To um, me, like with like Hollywood's backing, like maybe that's the key that will unlock cool. it. To me, like know. bare minimum entry level is like <clears throat> are the characters the correct race? Like, did you whitewash this? Because if you did, fuck off. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, at least Cowboy Bebop, from what I've seen, like, everyone is the same, like, race that they are in the cartoon. Yes. More I would, or less. I would say that, yes. But I think the thing with a lot of anime that, this is where, like, lines get blurred, and I'll probably get shit for this, but 
in anime, you the have style a lot of drawing. The style of drawing, yeah, hard they, to tell they purposely westernize yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and so it's like it can be really hard there. But I'm like, I defer to like if they have a Japanese name, maybe don't cast the probably right Japanese. Yeah. Like maybe just don't. Yeah. Do Cowboy Bebop is a weird case because it's like yeah. Spike Spiegel. Like yeah. that's a it's German like name in space. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, all right, yeah. like that can basically be like whatever. At least with Jet Black, <laughs> they made it really clear. I that's his name. would really love to see like a horror version, like a like a hard R horror version of like Helsing. Dude, sure. I was gonna mention yeah. Helsing Unlimited or, or Ultimate earlier because mm-hmm. I want to watch that version. I haven't seen that. one. Basically, anything with vampires, I'm in. I think like, about him saying Police Girl like every couple of weeks. <laughs> I just, him just going Police Girl, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, am I into vampires? Like, what's going on? Oh, I've always been from the time I've been a kid. Like, I've been like, bite me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. But like a dude vampire. Oh, nice. I mean, he's pretty femme. Do you see Bliss? What? Do you see Bliss? Mm-mm-mm. No. That uh-huh. sad cartoon from 100 years ago? A movie. Never oh. Mind. An indie movie. Oh. Speaking of, going all the way back to the beginning, that's another movie I've seen recently that I really loved, Blood Red Sky. Oh, my God. Yeah. Netflix just came Vampires out. Vampires. So sick. And new. And awesome. Snakes and not on a plane? And not oh, the Vampires on a plane. The airplane one? Yeah. Snakes I saw on the trailer. I, tra- I wanted to watch that. I saw the trailer. I was, like, I was Is like, it good? Yeah. Sophia was out on really it. Really good. I'm like, I saw I the trailer. I'm like, I forgot to bring that. I'm like, vampire mom goes full tiger mom to protect a plane. Like, sounds her son great. gets a plane full of terrorists. Yeah. That sounds great. But it, like, That's the it's American surprisingly right emotional. And it oh. goes some places I was like, oh, 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 okay. I thought it was going to be, like, kind of cheesy, like, snakes on a plane. No, no, no friend. No. It's like, real deal. Plane was a it's like, letdown. brutal. It's, it's like some oh. brutal kill scenes and some really, like, it goes, like, real dark places. Carter like, has a, a really good article I love yeah. about, uh, huh? The that snakes on a plane was the progenitor of like memeing movies. Really good article on Collider right now about. Yeah, it's yeah. In, it, it's yeah. An, I encourage anyone to seek that out. The Collider snakes on a plane article. It's really really well, good. Well, because that that was the first that. one I remember where like it was before it was before the, social the media. ad campaign like started rewriting the movie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's so fascinating because it literally it was going to be a more serious movie. Right. And people started dragging the shit out yeah. of it. It was never going to be named Snakes on the Plane. Well, yeah. and then someone and then on Twitter like, was like, "This is what people call it." It's so just going to be going with yeah. Samuel Jackson. Saying, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes and this motherfucking plane. Like, that title was supposed to be just, like, it's working temporary title. And then everybody started calling it that. And they were like, that's the title. Yeah. And it worked. But it's also, okay. like, how are you making that movie and it that. wasn't a ridiculous oh, comedy? Like, what? Vinny wrote that. I was like, that sounds like a Vinny article. Vinny. Vinny Mancuso. I was like, I was like, yeah. that, I was like that definitely sounds like an article Vinny would write. It was Vinny Mancuso likes Gotham. And that's um, why I know that. Jesse right. Blue wanted me to let you know, Huber. I've gone extremely drunk that. with Vinny before. Just throwing it out there. They're on season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all Love they can it. say is, whoa. Oh, that's such one an even show. One of the greats. It, went, it was a, such a roller coaster. It was like, it was the one show I watched where like, it was the only show I've Careful. ever seen. Like, I loved it. Okay. But like, you have like a half a season. It was like well, some I of think the best trash. writing they'd ever done. <laughs> and then another half of the season was like trash. And it was like, I don't understand what's happening. It was like before the Marvel movie came out, peak. Mm. After the Marvel movie came out, like, Lost the season plot. one, or what do you what do you? I'm just saying, to? like it's just such an uneven. <laughs> he was no. getting upset. No, 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 no. I was just. <laughs> it's like rubbing your for me, eye. Because for me, the show only got better, and then obviously peaked with season four. But I think five, six, seven are still. Amazing. Did you I mean, like amazing the, characters, though. Did you like the back half of Vikings? I want of you the and final Sophia season? to talk about of the final Vikings. season. The whole the last three seasons, the back half of the whole series. 
went downhill at a certain point. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because that was what Sophia kind of yeah. said. Too. And the last 10 episodes of the final season was such a letdown. She liked the very end, though. It was cool, uh, but it's like... Norwegian. It's sure. not what you want when you're committed to a show for a long period of your life. Like, seven years you're watching a show, you get attached to certain things and characters. And for the end of the show to be about something completely different, that's not really a spoiler, but mm, yeah, it definitely yeah. shifts. And it's like, yeah. what the hell? I heard that. Looking at you, Supernatural finale. Oh, Although man. that was the pro- that was COVID's fault, I can't blame Supernatural for that. But man, fifteen years like it sucked that like that show lasted for fifteen years, and the year they finally were like, "All right, we're done," was the year COVID oh. hit and everything got screwed up. Like instead of sitting, but like X Files did that, Fringe did that. Oh. Like it's just end X-Files when you, is another like, one that's yeah. like, end yeah. at the good like just end. Oh. No that's one to the leave. Thing is Vikings no one to leave. Like no yeah. one to yeah. like wrap yeah. it up and leave. Like, shows shows used well. to be really bad. At Season that. seven. Just, yeah, just, just stop. stop. Nothing after, seven. after season seven yeah. exists in my mind. In um, the X Files. Tokyo Slim wants people to watch Strawberry Mansion. It's a low budget fantasy sci fi romance, kind of a in the vein of pre Green oh. Hornet Michelle Gondry. Yeah, sounds cool. I'm in. Um, I'll take the wreck from Tokyo Slim. Brittany Fuller wonders: Do you prefer the a la carte at home viewing to pay paying an extra fee to a streaming service? Do you think that we will get more movies released in this way? In the future, or will paying a premium on a subscription service be the norm? Oh, God, this is my work life. This is my nightmare. This is what I think hey, about Hey, we don't have day. to answer it. No, this is my uh, living, breathing nightmare. No, so... You don't I, like watching shit at home? Here? For me, I prefer just paying for streaming service because I have to watch so much stuff yeah. uh, that yeah. I... Um, like And like even just like having to like... I'll, I'll screen something, and then I'm writing an article. I'm like, shit, I forget that. Like what happened right. to the scene? So I need to like look it up real quick. But you can only pay like you. I'm like I'm not paying for this just to like look up like a thirty yeah. second scene. Right. So streaming services for me is the way to go. A hundred and ten percent. Like we are going to start getting more stuff moving to streaming, especially because now you see all the studios are forming their own propri- proprietary streaming services. I just watched Green Knight on as well as the screening room from A twenty four one night only experience. Um, and so we're going to start seeing that more. But I think we'll see that more often with the smaller budget movies. Mm. Tentpoles still have to go to theater. They still tentpoles still need theatrical releases to make yeah. money. They yeah. need the global yeah. theatrical release. They need the merchandising. They need the momentum that the theatrical release builds up for the home entertainment IMAX, release baby. and streaming release. Yeah. So I think we're going to see changes, but it's not like theaters are going away. Like yeah. I think we're just going to see. Uh, more tentpoles staying in theaters and some of the smaller stuff may be moving these streaming services. And I also think a good thing, though, too, and this is kind of what I'm hoping, is I'm hoping that we'll start seeing more theaters moving to something more like the Alamo Drafthouse yeah, model yeah. where they really make it an event. Yeah. Like, they have theme nights. They have, like, event yeah. movies. They have uh, a lot They're of, a like... a nightmare for the kitchen staff yeah like li- like food and drink like they have like stuff. fun I love stuff Alamo Draft they have like fun stuff around it and it's not just you don't just go in with a bunch Alan of like McBeal bathrooms. and they crack down on assholes in the theater yeah yes. like and I think that's a big thing too where you're not just going in to get like shitty stale popcorn and like right. a kid screaming right. and like somebody talking on their phone 
Like it's I a pretty whole much experience. only want to go to Alamo anymore. It was my the my safest place in the entire world is not open right now. ArcLight Hollywood. Arc, I was yeah. like, I was like, ArcLight Hollywood. Yep. I only Cinemadome. like seeing the, the last ArcLight show. that used to be by me is just gone now. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't like yeah. food Empty. in the theater. I don't like people in the theater. I need to sit in the very back corner on the Front last the show too. on a Monday. I get really <laughs> spoiled now because I screen so much stuff ahead of time with like other journalists who are all real respectful. Oh, so yeah. like when I go into like a normal screening, especially like opening weekend, I'm like, oh. Like it's like that, it's I was thinking that meme of oh, a, yeah. of Ryan uh, Gosling in, uh, it's the one with like, I think he, Steve Carell's in it, but he's just like, it's the meme of him like the glass and he's like yeah. doing the up and down look. Like that's <laughs> me walking to like a theater now with like the normies. I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, that's when it's like going uh, so much, dude. Yeah. It was funny when I moved to LA, like oh 11, 12 years ago, whatever. Uh, first going to like the the landmark or the arc light mm-hmm. or whatever, like it was the fancy theater, nobody talked, everyone was really respectful. That's not the case, it's not the case anymore, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. after COVID when everyone forgot how to be a fucking human being. Yeah. But like, oh my god, even like the last like five six years, it's like people just talk now in it the arc light and stuff. I'm just like, they'll what be the checking fuck? their phones. They'll be right. like, and I'm like, why I'm are like, you even leave? Here? Are you yeah, even, like, like you don't want to be here. Leave. Like I will sit. It's and, so like, if I'm That's why I go to Elmo now. I'll mess with my phone if I'm at a theater. Like. I'm watching the movie. That's why I'm so. That's why I'm so scared. Is because those people are keeping good people at home. Like Brad will not go to the theater anymore because he got fed up with just non-stop people checking their phones. Yeah, out of control. Even at something like the ArcLight, that is so hardcore about it. That's not even in really a busy shopping busy shopping center like if you're at the ArcLight Hollywood you're yeah, going yeah, yeah. there to see you're a going movie to the part of that Hollywood. too is yeah. why like, what the Hollywood's frick? a fucking shit part show part of that though. too is why uh, yeah like you're choosing Hollywood like, yeah Hollywood's a nightmarish hellscape yeah. so there's a place good theater under. though it's El Capitan is great I do love El Capitan El Capitan is but like that's why Chinese Arc- ground, or not ArcLight Alamo Drafthouse is so smart because they built like respect for movies yeah. and the actual process of watching a movie right into their whole mm-hmm. the whole vibe. like fabric yeah. the whole yeah. vibe like and they're not afraid to like shame people kick people out it says before the movie it says before the movie it's like, like if movies, you talk if you text yeah. you will yeah. be kicked out like, other I... theaters like real lax they don't want to lose movie they don't want to get like bad press and it's yeah. like they need to Studios it's, badly need to reinvent, or theaters badly need to reinvent themselves yep. by cracking down on that stuff and, they won't. and making it more than they need to make it an experience. You can't just go into a movie now and watch yeah. it. You can do that at home yeah. with your surround right, sound system. Right. They need like, to offer more. As soon as I got vaccinated, I went to go see a quiet place too with my dad, and I was like, "Hey, this is my first movie back to the theater." Yeah, and it was not great. There was a scratch on the screen. The AC was like super rickety, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing after all this time?" Like well, your they, business, well, they, also they didn't make money for like, a year and a half. Money. But then, but then, stay like. There's got to be some in between. Like, if you're not providing a good service, then like go out of business. Is that too harsh? Is it's, that too it's harsh? like Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Like, just, just die. Yeah, like <laughs> if you're not gonna do it right, just die. Because like I get that they were not making any money and they're going bankrupt and broke, but like also doesn't the service need to be? I love this conversation. Good? I have to pee so okay. bad. Right. <laughs> we're gonna do a game and yeah. then be done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tokyo Slim says we should do the theaters next episode. Just yell at each other about theaters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll stretch that for an hour. Uh, Tokyo slips back with the game. Indieception. I'll name the indie movie. You tell me what actor, oh, known so for being in indies, shit. directed this indie. 
Don John. All I can think of is uh, that's Joseph Gordon Levin, uh, yeah. but he's not the director, isn't he? It's Scarjo. No, he's I thought the, he directed it. Uh, Julian. Well, you can't like, look it up. Oh. Uh, it's a game. Fuck games. <laughs> I, 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 don't world, know, I don't know any of these. In a world I've never even heard I'm, of. No. Sunny, you, you can't do this no. stuff to somebody with ADHD because this will like burrow into my brain and it will. It will Sunny, like, I want to say, is like, Al Pacino, me. but is that wrong? It, Tokyo, I don't know what any of these movies are. The War Zone, Animal Factory, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any. Zero. We fail your game. Complete zeros. Uh, oh, no, he was a director, too. Okay, you're right, yeah. Beep, beep, beep. In a World is Lake Bell. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the trailer voice lady. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's great. She's funny. I love her from Children's Hospital. Um, Sunny. Let's see. Um, wait, did Lake Bell also direct In a, in a World? world. To... She must Where have. people don't talk in movie theaters. Uh, it was back up there. People yeah. are happy. IMDb changed the way it's laid out. I, oh, it sucks now. if you want to get me on a rant, just just get me started on how box office mojo and IMDb changed their. Oh yeah, okay. What's like Bell do? Okay, All Sunny. Right. Let's look up Sonny. <laughs> We're just looking him up. Just looking him up. Tony Fuck you, Tokyo Swift. <laughs> you win. Jesus. Uh, Goodness. My, it's like no like basically <laughs> basically imdb gave me like seven like options and none of them are the right one and then it's like i'm not giving you any more fuck you the very um, first thing i would do if i won the lotto is the build my I'm. own imax oh yeah for sure straight I would, up. well i'd buy a house that would have a movie theater in it i would build the imax before the house the housing market is fucked up the right house the house comes after the imax um Thank you, everyone, for being a patron. I wanted to say Warzone, but I'm like, no, that's Punisher. I was thinking Punisher yeah, Warzone like, this right. entire no. time. Tim Roth. Yes. Oh, Tim Roth. Okay. Then Tim Animal... Roth. Tin Star. Um, Tim Roth. Patreon.com slash Which color is he? Is he Mr. White? Seven dollar up tears. Pink. <laughs> Here in the pink. film. Tim Roth. Pink. Dude, fucking pink. Animal, Animal pink. Factory You're is You're not going to uh, die. Money. You're not going to fucking die. Say the <laughs> fucking words. Okay, Steve Buscemi. Oh, was Animal okay. Factory. I was like, I know Eddie Furlong's in this because this was... Everyone be cool. It's a robbery. Are you cool, honey buddy? <laughs> um, we have a shout out here. Yo, the best Tarantino do- movie. What is it? Don't Shut even up. Think. What is it? Right now, quick. <laughs> huh? None of them. Wow. The best Tarantino no, I'm movie? I'm not a Tarantino fan. I don't know, Pulp Fiction? Yeah, when I was like 21 and thought that blood and gore for the sake of blood and gore and uh, ripping off every other culture and appropriating it was He's cool. definitely like a film student. <laughs> oh he, no, he's not a film student. He's a film guy. All capital right, right, letters. Basically, I've had too many dudes like Tarantino in my classes in yes. grad school. Don't and I've let had, those and people too many dudes ruin like it for that. you. He's they're not for me. They're not Tarantino. There are definitely some dudes like that. And there's been too many dudes like that that are in my industry as colleagues that are like they don't just love they don't talk they don't call the movies. It's cinema. Cinema. It's I recreate things. I I homage. No, you you misappropriate. You you take martial arts and you rip off kung fu movies and hong kong action movies and that shit all over bruce lee's legacy so, yeah that pissed me off uh, that was yeah. whatever apparently you're hitting a lot of things yeah. and just like <laughs> 250 tier is our shout out tier <laughs> so shout outs to el thanis greg the dark knight Catherine, caleb togi crawford esdocal and nick shout out hello people shout i don't out. know um 
But yes, yeah, th- spe- thank you to our special guest. This was really thank fun. you. Sorry, I talk so. No, much. this was awesome. I love <laughs> you guys. This. Were, you were like, "There's no real like timetable script." I was like, "Oh dear." I, was I like, love this. We had a great time. Maybe one day I'll rewatch The Green Knight. Maybe, but I like think you like it a lot more. Knowing the insights, let's read the poem it, and then we'll. The watch poem's it again. actually again. The poem's really. The poem's funny. really good. Honestly, yeah, really though, funny. the poem is like mandatory before you see it. Truly, I think it's just a different experience. Yeah, okay. I, I think in it's fact, very because I think when I came out of it without any knowledge of the poem or anything, I was just like, the movie's a success because you, it makes you curious. About I think the poem. if you're sure, good sure. about sure. like, I, I say I think a lot of modern art audiences see, and this was Here, the thing like before the going. before the movie came out, I was like, keep doing the podcast. Baby. I don't care about Green Knight enough. It's like the one thing that I. Uh, <laughs> think is that it's going to be hurt by how ambiguous it is. It's so I ambiguous. See, and I it, can't buy it was, into And that. it was kind of marketed as more of a like I was like I can see people like general audiences that don't know the poem going into this thinking it's going to be like a typical like King Arthur hmm. like swords and shield swords and shield like clashy clashy kind of like fight movie and it's not that. It's like a meditative you know man Definitely. versus nature versus self spiritual journey. I was like I can see like general audiences being like swords, hell yeah, yeah. and then going and being like that's so dragons. Yeah, where like, are the dragons? Where are the dragons? Where are yeah. the knights? Where's Daenerys? Where uh, is Daenerys? Uh, going. Wait, so one more time though. Why can his head not come off at the end? For real? Because that would just be completely shitty writing. It it would make the entire two yeah. hours before that yeah meaningless yeah. But that's been done before, right? Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, but does does it mean it's wrong? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean it's wrong. You can read it that way. It's just like, like you could probably assume that, like, not to get into politics, you could probably assume that at some point Donald Trump will like do the right thing, but probably not. Probably not. Probably not. So, like, you know, like, I mean, I guess you could interpret his, you know, statement like that. I guess you could read it like that, but probably it's not how he means it. So, um, I mean, because like the way it was framed too, I was just like, okay, he's. He would rather die than. Are we still podcasting? By I the think way? so. I was like, I was like, are we still like on? Yeah, because because I thought he would rather die than like live a life of shame. So he came to accept that he was gonna he would he would rather die. So then I was like, okay, then now he's and gonna then he die. Took the belt off. That was the thing holding him back, because yeah. it was about accepting his death. It was about being brave and honorable and accepting his death. Yeah. And the thing. The reason why he had that vision was because he was still wearing the belt, which was the magical protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he knew that, like, if I don't face this, like, like on my own, like, without tricks, without a crutch, without this, like, magical thing to, you know, if I don't face it like a man, it's going to make me bitter. It's going to turn me into this terrible person. And so that's when he removes the girdle and he passes the test and it. it's different than the poem the poem he, and then the he green doesn't take it off because he came to the realization yeah because the green exactly. was hired by his mom exactly in the poem he doesn't okay. take the belt off and i would have never known that if it were not for the poem the whole like it's based on a poem hiring <laughs> yeah yeah i just yeah, yeah. needed to read it. i needed well to read in the before. poem it's morgan lefay just fucking with yeah King yeah Arthur she's just being Guinevere petty she's yeah. literally just being petty yeah. like those um, context points but i, I would have been in on a whole other level in the poem though he actually doesn't take the belt off and like he keeps it on and then the green knight basically is like fucking with him and like he does like the three like faint and he like yeah. makes fun of him because like Gawain flinches and that he makes really yeah, he's like, he I makes fun flinch. of him in the poem like he yeah. does in the, the movie 
And then he like does the second faint and then he does the third one. He just nicks him a little bit in the back of the neck and basically tells him like that's for lying. And then Gawain's like all ashamed. He's like, you're still wearing the belt. And Gawain gets all mad and he like throws the belt at him. And then uh, – uh, So he has the scar for like shame. Yeah. Right? Well, like no, it's the... not the scar. He carries the belt with him oh, for okay. the rest of his life. And so basically the, – because in the poem, his test is he basically has to learn he's not perfect. Yeah. Because he has like such a high standard for himself that uh, basically his, his test is to learn like you're a man. Like nobody's perfect except for God. Like – you're fine. And, and, uh, yeah, the poems are also and, like pretty Christian. And the green knight tells him like, your only sin was like loving life. Like that's not a sin. Like you wanted to live, like you're fine. Stop yeah. holding yourself to this insanely high standard. You've passed the test. You're still like literally like the best knight ever. Like you're fine. And then Goblin's like, all right, but then he still <laughs> wears the belt for the rest of his life. Like the girdle is like a yeah. mark of shame to remind himself of like huh. falling from grace. So it's like his test in the poem is that he's already like ideal and he has to learn that he's like here, like he's yeah. never going to be here. Like right. that's God. Yeah. And then it's the opposite in the movie where this Gawain is like, he's like, I'm a dirt bag. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I have an enemy to get to like here. Yeah. He like, doesn't even believe And I'm himself. supposed to be yeah. like here. And I'm like kind of like scraping bottom right now. And yeah. so like, to me, I read it as like, it's not even a test to see if like there's greatness in him or like, how, it's not even a test for like him to get to that greatness. It's like at this point, I'm not even sure there's greatness in him. Like he's literally yeah. just figuring out like, am I even that kind of guy? So yeah, so it kind of inverts the poem. So it, yeah, in the movie, it's like his mom just believes in him and like wants to prove it to him that he maybe has it in him, um, or like maybe to find yes, out. Yes, that's a, that's a softer version of interpreting it, which you can totally interpret that way. But it's also Morgan Le Fay, so I also like. Yeah. You can also interpret it, which I kind of almost like this version better, of almost like the way like a mother bird will like just kick its chick out of a nest. Right. And like, yeah. Fly or die. Find out. Like, yeah. Fly or die, guess, fucker. Yeah. Like either you're going to find your wings out. all the way down yeah. or you're going to hit the ground. And either, the, either way, like you're weak as shit. And like <laughs> I have three more. Right. Like so like sorry, you were like the weak link and you're dead. And so yeah, I, she's got her dank I kind witch of chicks view, with her. Like, like, yeah. I kind of almost view this a little bit as like Morgan Le Fay being like, all right, you got to get out of the She's nest. She's sick of it. And I hope you survive, and I'm going to help you a little bit along the way, but if you die... She like, kind of says that worthy. at the beginning. Like, you weren't worthy, you know. When, like, she's, like, when she's like, I don't feel like partying, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously, she's going to her thing, but that also is just like, I don't, I don't want to take your shit anymore. <laughs> like, well, you're see, out drinking all night. Like, I, you smell like wine. Like, I read that as her not wanting to go into the Christian yeah. celebration. But yes, but like, when she was like, you can tell where he's like, Mom, she's like, we're going right. to be a night. And he's like, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, figuring things out. Yeah, and she's like, you or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I definitely read that as like Morgan Le Fay being like, get out. Yeah. Get out of the house. Get I think that was house. the, mo- his, the yeah. director's mom's. You're 35. Was that thing. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. That's the only part I read about just like outside of the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously the poem, but then that the director was like, change some things with the mom. Started writing about my mom. And then yeah. this kind of happened. It was really interesting that he said when he first started editing this he actually didn't like it he didn't like this movie oh really and it was very different and then he like took some time off like he stepped away from it because he was like he was like felt like he was like fighting it mm. and then like COVID happened and everything and he's like well all right i need to get back to like editing this and he came back That's the and, life it, I and want. he had like God a completely damn. different like mindset mm. um COVID will do that which i don't know if he had like a better or like worse mindset but <laughs> Whatever, like, he had been dealing with before when he was trying to edit it the first time, like, he wasn't dealing with it anymore. So he just came to it, like, new eyes and a new mindset, and he found it was 
just like easier for him. And then it ended up being one of his favorite movies he's ever done because he wrote it, directed and edited it like all himself. So mm-hmm. I'd be really interested to see like even unfinished, like just partly like what that first cut looked like. Yeah. Um, like what that would have been like. A commentary track would be very interesting for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The he lingering. Loving, right? What? He did loving. He he did a ghost no, no, story. No, no, David Lau. No, that's um. Uh, oh my That's God. the guy who did take shelter. Special, that's right, take that's shelter. Take right, shelter. Right, Jeff right. Nichols. I'm like I'm the like the guy who uh, loves. I'm like I can literally quiet place. Yeah, he's doing quiet place yeah. spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We were Got talking it. about that before. Yeah, this guy like David Lauer did uh, Pete's Dragon, which Pete's is Dragon. Really and a ghost story. A ghost story. And then a bunch of TV. I think I saw a ghost story. I never saw it. Pete's Dragon is actually I'm one afraid of the better. Of ghosts. I would say Pete's Dragon is actually one of the better Disney remakes of the last couple of years. It's like really underrated. Hmm. Nice. Very weird that it's that's like George Miller doing Happy Feet. It's just or like Robert Rodriguez yeah. yeah. doing Spy Kids. Yeah. Well, he did that for his kids. <laughs> right? but yeah. Anyway, or like R.L. Stein doing Eureka's Castle. I fucking love Eureka's Castle. That was that him? was R.L. Stein. What? Yes. Eureka's Castle. Yes, R.L. Stein did a children's show. A I did not know that. Show. That's crazy. That's that fucking was sick. Stein. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, wow, we just dated tonight. ourselves. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, as soon yeah. as like, Eureka's Castle came up, like I just dated myself. Dude, I was watching Nick Jr. like a fiend when I was however old I was, ten or whatever. Like I was loving that shit. God damn. Anyway, we all get nostalgic. Like, oh, yeah, see you. Castle. Bye.